difficulty in ridding themselves of their boss corpse, which this time turns up at a tropical island resort. This sequel seems as hilarious as the first one of these comedic shenanigans. The show starts at 7.30 nightly and is over about 9.05 p.m. Admission is $5 for adults and $3 for a child. Be sure to enjoy this very funny film while you are munching on the best popcorn in the world, topped by real Reedsburg butter. And always remember that laughter is therapeutic. Thanks now so very much for calling the Badger Theater. Tuesday show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. When will you ever learn? You notice, folks, you notice how this, what this show is like. It, this is not a show. This is called a bacchanal. <laughs> An orgy of talent. Then... An orgy of talent. Goodbye, Loretta. Before I get into things, you just heard Conway Twitty 
and Loretta Lynn with As Soon As I Hang Up the Phone. What? Who said it? Tommy and Neversink in the chat room calls the greatest recording ever made. That's a bold claim, Tommy. But I don't necessarily disagree. Before that, you heard the actual greatest recording of all time. Goodbye to Jane by Slade. Of course. And before that, a little song I like to call Angel Witch by a band called Angel Witch from an album called Angel Witch. And before that, you heard the intro, and before that, you heard a little song called Angel Witch by a band called Angel Witch from an album called Angel Witch. Um, because I screwed up the order, and I did that last, I screwed up last week. You know, a lot of times people think I'm infallible, it's not true. Um, and I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't play Angel Witch again after the intro, but then it, I, uh, I had, I got into a huddle with Dez, and, uh, he advised me to follow through and play Angel Witch twice, and I'm glad I listened. Because all of that can only mean one thing. Hello! How's that for a transition, by the way? Hello! And welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, dance enthusiast, and chairman of the Ken Dryden Fan Club, Limalu Chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm extremely well moisturized. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Coming to you live each and every Monday night within reason from 9 p.m. to midnight, which is to say, the witching witch hour. hour. From right here in tastefully lit Studio A here at WFMU, home of the hits. <laughs> Located right in the heart of gorgeous downtown Jersey City, New Jersey. Home of the questionable saltine. Anyway, as always, we have an excruciatingly good program in store for you tonight. I have confirmation from the man himself. That actor and goddamn Dave Hill show favorite, Kevin Corrigan, is going to be swinging by. Uh, that'll be in the 10 o'clock hour, I believe. Um, I wasn't sure if it was going to happen at one point. Things were back and forth, but... I, now I, I have a confirmation. It's happening. We also have a brand new letter from prison from one of the residents of one of the Otisville facilities, the Otisville Correctional Facility in Otisville, New York. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that's a different a letter from a different inmate every week. From various ramen gang members. Um, whether you're in, the, I, I encourage you to be a member of the ramen gang if you're, uh, if you're in Otisville. Uh, doing time. Uh, cause you know, I got your back if you're in the if you're in the ramen gang. If you're not in the ramen gang, I can't. Uh, well, I still got your back. Don't worry. Anyway, 
I'm going to read that letter shortly. He also sent in some artwork for the goddamn Dave Hill art show, which is happening, of course, April 14th here at WFMU's Monty Hall. Please have your artwork in by, what do we say, the 6th, April 6th or the 9th. I can't remember. I always confuse those two numbers. Thereabouts, let's say. Um, You can get more information on Facebook, on the Goddamn Dave Hill Show Art Show page, or the Goddamn Dave Hill Show page on Facebook, or on the WFMU website, there is a page dedicated to the art show. Any art inspired, however vaguely, by this program, send it on into the station. Uh, The information is on the website at WFMU.org. As always, I encourage you, if you have internet access, and really, why wouldn't you, to go to the chat room where right now, sexy singles are chatting away about everything and nothing at all. Dennis D., Lilith21, Peter the Painter, just some righteous dude out yonder west, Uh, Dez, of course, who is just behind the, the door, I believe. All Out Scott. Slick Gold Tooth. Zyrus Blaze. Madam Luke. And on down the line, Ms. Sim. And many more. Go there, pick yourself out a fun screen name, and have at it. As always, I encourage you to follow me at Twitter, at Mr. Dave Hill, at Mr. Dave Hill. We can tweet at each other during the show. Like Peter Tulipman. Tulipman? Who's just uh, called my bluff by posting a picture of Ken Dryden. I like that. Montreal Canadiens great Ken Dryden. And politician, it turns out. I believe he's retired. From politics, but I could be wrong. Anyway, what else did I want to say? For more information on why Dave Hill mentioned earlier coming to your town, go to DaveHillOnline.com. Plenty of times I'd like to stay on your couch coming up soon. Rate and review the show on iTunes, five stars, one star, nothing in between. As always, give me a call at 201-209-9368. My lovely and talented secretary, Ms. Shana Feinberg. Feinberg? Why did I leave the N out? I think I uh, blacked out. Anyway... She's out recovering from a botched cosmetic procedure. Danny D, I believe. Is uh, on house arrest or maybe. Maybe going to be coming by later. So once once again, jumping into the breach, the pride of Montclair, New Jersey. James Fernandez, a.k.a. Des. I'll be checking in with him shortly. Let's see what's going on on the phones now. I, I've got to admit, I'm really distracted. I got these socks that are also slippers, but they're just—it's just one thing. They're sloppers, but um, I don't think you're supposed to wear them as shoes. But I was in a rush, and I did, and now my shoes are really tight, and I think I might black out. Let's hope not. Hello, you're on. Oh, jeez. Oh boy.
Who, I'm sorry, who's calling? Hello, who's calling? Yeah, who's calling? It's somebody who's still alive. The pride of Bentonhurst. Ingdave. The spite of Bentonhurst. The spite. Not, see, why do you just try to... You just rhyme with pride and it doesn't make any sense. I like it when you were saying stuff like the... The what is it? The spasmic cadaver. Cadaveric spasm. Cadaveric spasm. You say tomato. I say tomato. Anyway, why are you? Uh, you're still alive. You said. Yes. No, that's not what I'm questioning. What, what was there any reason to think that you may not be at this point? No, not at this point. So you're saying you're you're grateful to be alive. Okay, so want me to say that. Yeah. I'm grateful to be alive. What was that voice? I don't, I don't understand. Kind of sarcastic voice. It sounded a bit sarcastic. Yes. Um, are you gonna Are you gonna come to the art show on April fourteenth? The goddamn Dave Hill Show art show here at WFMU's Monty Hall, April fourteenth. <laughs> I like the way you did that. You got it all in. Yeah, one of the greats. <laughs> well, if I get a lift, yeah. I think you're going to get a lift. I have a good feeling about this. Want me to get a lift now? What do you mean? Is that a drug reference? Yes. <laughs> you pick up quick. Yeah, get a lift. I'm already high. I'll get higher for you. You're going to hear my bong. Fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. get the lighter. Glad to be alive. How did my show descend into this? I don't know. Did you hear it, or uh, I was too far away? I heard. We heard it. We heard it. Is that a very vacation? Yes. No, no. We're very, we're very, very proud of you. <laughs> Des is here. Des is. Oh, he could corroborate the sound. I figured that was validated. I figured that was my, that was my cue. Yeah, he's he was just did a, a bong hit on the air. This. How did my show devolve into this? Guys are just calling and doing bong hits on the air. It's been this way for yeah, a while. A like, like I'm broadcasting from Staten Island or something. <laughs> I'm pretty close to it. I'm closer than you are, actually. Mm, I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's right here. Is it? No, yeah. I can see Inga's, it from my window. Ing is pretty close. Quit bragging about it. Brag about seeing Staten Island from my window? I don't know why. I don't know why I took a shot at. Uh, at Staten Island. You get rattled by the bong hits. I was, I was, you know. It's just... Looking to lash out. I know my dad doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> but if he did... He would disapprove? I don't, I, I don't know if he would disapprove. I think he would... Uh, just of the name he disapproves. Well, yeah, we've discussed changing it. I'm just worried uh, if it's going to screw up search engines, you know? That's why I said you should just change Mine's it to... Dave's goddamn, Dave Hill's goddamn radio shows. The words are all still there, but it's not. You gotta raise Dave's level. Oh, Ing oh, Dave can't hear me. Oh, oh, I gotta hit that button. Go ahead. There you go, Ing Dave. It's working oh, now. That's better. Sorry about that. As you were saying that I didn't hear. Uh, he was saying that I should change it to Dave's god, Dave Hill's goddamn radio, sh- goddamn radio show. Yeah. That's not bad. All the words are there. Your father won't be. So upset about it because no. uh, he takes issue with the you know you're the goddamn part. Yeah, well, we, we I think Dave Hill's goddamn radio show it doesn't have quite the same ring to it, does it? 
Mm. It does go God a different the other end. How did I get into this mess, you know? Uh, by taking my call. True. Oh, yeah, thank you for taking my call, Dave. Well, oh, thanks for calling. <laughs> hey, don't mention it. Very proud of you. Yeah, it's very hard to, to press buttons. Hey, you know. So are you, are you going to you're going to come to the art show? We've established. Yes. Wait, um, Des is in here. So if you're calling and I and you get put on hold, that's because I just put you on hold. Well, there you that's go. True. There you go. Can you feel it? The phone lines are lighting up. You're going to be in Queens, aren't you? Yes, Friday. this Friday. I'm glad you asked. With the taint. Yeah, which taint? Yeah, at QED Astoria. Are you going to come? I think they have Again, to go to Queens. Need, need the list. What? Okay, we're going we're gonna to get uh, Melissa in Vermont on this. Oh, sure. <laughs> She's got She's a lot of, all the way from Vermont. lot of driving ahead of her, but I believe it's going to be well worth it. She won't mind. I don't think No, not so. at all. I'm sure she's smiling right now listening. Oh, yeah. Who can blame her? <laughs> What's happening? Nothing. Just gotta go one sec. You're putting out... Des is putting out fires, it seems. <laughs> I don't know what this is regarding. All right, Ing Dave. Do you have any... Too bad, too bad you can't smell my room right now. I thank God that I can't smell your room right now. You don't want to contact I? No. But, I mean, that's that's not even first on the list of why I don't want to smell your room right now. <laughs> Got it. Okay, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. All right. Bam. Bye. The pride of Bensonhurst. We now move to, I believe, Long Island. Scott from Long Island, formerly of Otisville Correctional Facility. Hello, Scott. Hi, Dave. How's it going? Awesome. How's, How uh... This is week uh, six out of prison? Yes. Not that anyone's counting. No. I guess this, it's when you get out of prison that you stop counting. Uh, yeah, yeah. The I would think. The moment I walked out the door. <laughs> I, I started counting when I had 1,017 days to go. Really? Why? Yes. Why? How did you pick that number? It just happened. Uh, I, I got hit at the parole board and... I said, okay, now I know what day I'm getting out, and I figured it out, and it was a thousand days from a thousand seventeen days from that point. What's that about? Two years and seven months? Yeah, yeah, two years and change. Two years and just change. I don't know why I picked seven months. Probably some Rain Man thing at work. Let's run a check on that. In fact, no, I don't know. Uh, I actually have my journal right here. I could look it up. You do? <laughs> yes. You have your prison. Is it a journal that you keep before and after prison, like, uh, or just a prison journal? Just while I was in prison. Wow. So let's see, the uh, 1,017 days, that was September 7th of 2014. It checks out. Nice. Wait, we lost Des. Okay, I just had to put a call on hold. Where's Des? He's out there somewhere. Oh, there he is. Um, what's going on with you, Scott? What's the latest? Um, I got the business. All uh, all the paperwork is taken care of. Uh, it's official. Ramen gang drywallers? Uh, I had to go with Bay's Edge Drywall. It seems that somebody beat me to the punch, and there already is a ramen gang drywall. 
<laughs> That's because I secured the, the, the name for you. You know, she she mentioned something about so there was like some guy with really nice hair here right before you. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, I, I came running out of the building. I, yep. I pretty, that was you getting in the BMW, right? I don't think it was a BMW, but yes. Okay. The ramen gang. You know, I got another letter from another ramen gang, purported ramen gang member. Awesome. From Otisville. Uh, I, uh, he knows I, be you. Before I left, I, I left a, a phone number for a bunch of guys, and they all want permission to put the phone number on, and I already gave it to them, so I don't know what they're waiting for. The phone number on what? Um, my phone number here at the house. Wait, they want to put it on... You can't just um, call anybody from, you know, it isn't like you just dial any number you feel like. You have to register your phone number with the prison. What do you mean? You um, you got to go to your counselor and say, okay, I want this phone number on my phone list. Like, if I want to call WFMU, I would have to put WFMU's phone number on my phone list before I'm able to then actually start calling WFMU from there. You mean your phone won't even dial out? It dials, it dials oh, oh. out, but it, it like you have to enter. Everybody that's in there gets a DIN number. Oh, in prison you're talking about. I thought you yeah. were talking about you. No, yeah, no. Uh, can you there. you can call anyone you want? Sure. So, but in wait, in prison you can make outgoing phone calls? Yeah. Now I'm now my feelings are hurt. Why hasn't anyone called? Uh, because they can only call it, it's weird. You got to like if somebody wants to call me, they have to put my phone number on their their list and then uh, then I have to call the company that handles the billing and put money on the phone and then once everything is all squared away then they can call me this is complicated so it's kind of like a prepaid collect phone call so that's why nobody's calling you from prison because because i haven't so it's my phone you would have to i haven't paid yeah or, or the radio yeah they would have to put the station i don't know if i don't what, know if ken's into that what if i were to put up a hundred dollars of my own money um, towards letting yeah, if you, if you were to like, you know, you, you could do that. You could, um, somebody could put the WFMU phone number on their list, and then as long as you call the, the phone company that they use, it's, I forgot the name of it. I have the information. But uh, you can call them and, um, and put time on the phone. How much does a minute cost? Uh, it's like five cents or something like that. Oh, Actually, it's fairly, pretty, fairly cheap now. I mean, it used to be absolutely outrageous. It used, I mean, it used to cost dollars per phone call, um, but now, uh, now a, um, a half-hour phone call is like a buck. Oh, that's not too bad. They, now, no. well, well, one inmate that uh, I used to get letters from uh, said that you they can't make phone calls after nine. Though, is that accurate? Uh, uh, it may have been a long time ago, but it's 11 o'clock now. Oh, so now there's absolutely no reason. Right. Other than me ha not having paid in advance. Right. Okay, I got to get on this. I'm going to make this job four or five. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I often thought that would be uh, something cool. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some uh, interesting characters in there. Oh, I don't doubt it. 
But by the way, I appreciate it. Uh, I have another letter I'll read shortly. Um, I appreciate the letters and uh, this uh, inmate sent in some artwork for the goddamn Dave. I'll show it to Des now. That's awesome. Yeah, I, at first I didn't wasn't sure. I thought it was just artwork, and I was uh, I didn't realize it was specific, specifically for the the uh, art show. So I was. Of course, already thinking of where I was going to hang it in my home, <laughs> and then it said in the letter that it was it was for the uh, the uh, art show, and so I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna have to buy this thing now." It's like a gangster Popeye. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's kind of it's like a tile. It's got a real nice finish on it. Yeah, it's, and it well, it's it comes with its own built-in frame too. It's awesome. Oh and yeah. And this is by. Joe, nice. Joey. I'll read his letter in, in a little bit. I think I know who that is. He says he knows you. All right, yeah, that's all right. Joey's all right. He's a good dude. Yeah. I used to work with him at the horse barn. That's what he says in the letter. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll read the yeah. letter oh, in a bit. That's awesome. I hope he's listening. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Well, he... <laughs> I could read his letter now. Do you want me to... Should I? Yeah, why not? He writes, Hey, Dave... At the goddamn Dave Hill Show. This is from Otisville Correctional Facility. I listen to your show once in a while on WFMU. <laughs> hey, I would have left out the part where he says once in a while. He's got a rotation on Monday night. I can understand all that. All right. Yeah, whatever. You know? He listens when he can, it sounds like. Anyway, this is just a little something for the up-and-coming art show this year. You could say... It's from the Ramen Gang. Nice. I love it. Yeah. First in. I know, Scott. We used to work together in the horse barn and quote-unquote get money with each other. Ha ha. <laughs> I'm still not sure what that means. Uh, see, I've been listening a little bit. Um, and then it goes on. Uh, it's kind of a long letter. But, uh, yeah, it's a very nice letter. I'll keep reading. You know, we try to pass our time with joking around and laughs, but the truth of the matter is this is serious. Not only for us, but our families and loved ones, too. Scott did some joking around on your show, but... See, this is where I disagree. He says, but I wish he would have got just a little bit serious. I think you did get serious, Scott. Um, yeah. I think, uh... I don't think he heard every episode because I feel like you talked about a lot of serious <laughs> stuff. But you know, He's this a once is once in a while guy. This so. is what happens when a guy listens <laughs> once in a while, and you know. But he writes all good though. A lot of guys are getting jerked around by the Department of Corrections, the parole board panel, and the state of New York itself. For one, the parole board is keeping people locked up. I'm talking about low-level class class I can't read that inmates as well as men that are way past their minimum time for their sentences I'm talking about uh, uh, no, uh, I can't read that uh, they're basically guys that are no longer a threat and are costing taxpayers millions of dollars I could go on and on with this but I won't just wanted to give you a little idea on what's what. I hope you your art show goes well with this little piece of jail art. 
Uh, I'm really. Do you know Scott? Do you know Joey's art? <coughs> yes. Yeah. He's uh, he's pretty talented. Yeah, I'm excited. And that and he continues in that you raise some money for your cause. Take care, and I'll be listening to you, listening to you on the goddamn Dave Hill show. Joey at Otisville. Joey's he, setting the bar high with the he, art. Yeah, that's pretty great. Awesome. But I yeah, will. He's very talented. Very talented. Yeah, I'm really excited. Thank you so much, Joey, for for the letter and for. Uh, for the artwork, this is going to be this is going to be great. It, yeah, it's kind of like a gangsta Popeye with um the big meaty forearm. Yeah. Nice. And um, but I but and I I think you did say a lot, talk about a lot of serious stuff over the series. I know what they calls. want me to touch on, and um, it's a um, it's a controversial topic um, because there there's a lot of people in there. Um, you know, going to parole board after parole board after parole board, and when you get hit for two years, um, that's a, it's a, a, you know, here it is. Like you've just done, you know, there are some guys that have just done twenty years, mm-hmm. and they haven't gotten in any trouble. They get college degrees. They complete all of the programs. They take all of the classes. They do everything that they're supposed to do. And then the parole board hits them for two years. And they, they hit them for stuff like nature of the crime. But nature of the crime is what they got the sentence for in the first place. Yeah. So it's like they're being sentenced twice now by this, by this parole board. And, you know, it's crazy because, like, you say, well, maybe they just want you to do more time. But then you'll get some, another guy who did the similar crime. He did his 20 years, except he got caught with drugs he cut somebody, uh, got no cut, and then he'll go on his first board. What does that mean? They'll let him go. Oh. So it's it, it's so random, and uh, and it's frustrating. Um, there's a guy that's in there right now. Um, he was 15, 16 years old when he caught his bed. <clears throat> what does that mean? I know what it means, but just for the listeners. It means caught his... Uh, when, when he got sentenced, when when he when he did the crime and then got sentenced, um, you know the when when, when we, we call it a bid. Uh, oh, caught sure. his bid! I thought you said caught his bed, like his no. bed in the cell or something. No, I'm sorry. I, I continue. His, you know, caught his bid. That's when uh, you know once you get your sentence. Like I did a five to fifteen, so I did a, a five to fifteen bid. And the, um, and you had to do ten of that. I had to do ten. Yeah. Yep, they didn't, you know, I, I went to three parole boards, and I got hit for three times, two years each time. Uh, I did everything that I was supposed to do. I, I didn't really get in any trouble. The, the worst thing that I got was a smoking ticket. And uh, and they kept me right to the very end. What What is that? You, when they busted you for smoking? Yep. So when you go to prison, you're supposed to quit smoking? No, you can, they, they sell cigarettes on commissary. You're just not allowed to do it in the bathroom. Oh, what did what did you smoke in the bathroom for? Come on. Uh, cause it, it, you can't just like, uh, yo, CO, I'm gonna go outside and smoke a cigarette now. Oh, got ya. It's kind of like being on an being on an airplane only you're in prison. Or like back in school. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. in school. Okay, now I got it. Got to get off campus privileges, man. Man, oh man. Yeah, you know, and it depends. You know, like at uh, at Otisville, they have smoke breaks. Um, the last facility I was at, Gowanda, uh, they don't have smoke breaks. 
So if you want to smoke, if you want to go outside and smoke legally, you have to be going somewhere. But you can't just like go for a random walk there. You go for a random walk there. You're going to the box. Hmm. They'll beat you up for talking to your friend on the walkway over there. It's, uh, it's pretty insane. You know, some some facilities are worse than others. The more I hear about prison, the more it sounds like a drag. It's, it's a serious place. It's a it's a really serious place. You know, I, I, I get it a lot, you know, like, the, the question, um, wow, how did you get through? Like, how did you, you know, like, 10 years, like, wow, like, you know, it, it's hard to imagine the things that you go through in that, in that amount of time. Uh, and then there are guys that do 20, 30, 40 years. Um, the things that you see, the, uh, the injustices that go on, um, the, 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 intensity of, of everything around you um, and and having so little uh, so little control over your life and then uh, then your life is in the control of these random people uh, the, the parole board it's uh, it's really frustrating uh, you emotions are like weapons yeah and, uh, it's uh, a serious place that's why it's better to do the right thing Yep. Well, that's what I keep telling Des here, but he doesn't want to listen. One of these days, maybe. Parking wherever he wants, and worse. It's gonna. I'm gonna do what I want. Now, Scott, yep. um, thank you for that. Now, um, do you have a ramen recipe for us this week? Uh, yeah. Um, we could do the uh, classic stir fry. I'm listening. Okay. Uh, take uh, take your ramen noodles. Um, prepare them. Uh, take take them in the pack. Put them in boiling water. Um, soften them up. Get it just till they're just about cooked, and pull it out. And then you can do like a, uh, take a chunk chicken, like a pouch or a can of chunk chicken. Um, pouch of mixed vegetables. A little bit of soy sauce, a little bit of oil in a frying pan. Fry that up. Uh, add the noodles to it. Like once, when the, once the chicken's starting to golden a little bit, add the noodles to it. Um, you can also, oh, I forgot the onion and pepper. If you can get some onion and pepper, sure. Put that in there too. Absolutely fantastic. Very simple. Literally ten minutes to cook. That's classic. I. I'm just thinking out loud here, and this is probably something we'd have to discuss uh, with you and Des and several other people offline, or off-air, I should say, and offline. Um, We should have, if we can work this out, Scott, would you want to cook ramen at the art show? I would definitely do that. What do you think, Des? I think that can be arranged. Do, do we have the technology? Yeah. I think that would be yeah, incredible. Yeah, if you had a two-burner, like a hot plate... Mm-hmm. I was... Yeah. That's... Uh, and, you know, a place to plug it in. Because that's pretty much what I've been cooking ramen with for the past ten years. This would be excellent. We can... We can if you can email Dave a, a list of supplies needed, we can, we can get to work on that. Oh, yeah. If you have yeah. a special kind of plate you like to use... Yeah, well, shoot. I, okay, it, all I need is a letter, um, something from either uh, uh, Dave, you, or FMU, 
so that I can hand something to my parole officer just to get permission to go out for the night. Sure. That's right, because he's got the 8 p.m. curfew. I thought you already yeah. had permission. I, I need a letter. Oh, man. All right. Once, I, I, need, I need to hand him something and say, here is tangible, you know, this is WFMU saying uh, they want me at this art show event, and I need the night off. We have to vouch for him. I'll be, yeah, exactly. All right. I'm going to talk to station. To I'm going to talk to station manager, Ken. Okay. And, and uh, hopefully we can make this all work. Yeah, that would, you know, very, very simple. You, it, you know, you're not asking for a lot. You're just saying, you know, we're having an art show, and I'm a part of the, the program. It would be convenient if I could be there. And excellent. I already have rides and everything. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Can you pick up Ing Dave? I, I, I said that on the message board. I would. Because i got to go past Brooklyn anyway. Oh, this is all coming together. We're good. Okay, Ing Dave, you heard it. Scott's picking you up. There it is. Um, okay, this is excellent. What else did I want to... Okay. But yeah, if I if I go, um, I could bring stuff. That's not a problem. Hmm. I'll bring everything I need. Because I, I have, uh, I have the, the frying pan and I have the pot that I used. They wouldn't let me leave it to anybody, so... <laughs> oh, really? You have, you have the actual prison ramen pot? Yes. This is huge for the ramen gang. Okay, you this is the, uh, this is getting better by the second. Going on at the art show. We'll Perfect. work out logistics. I love it. Oh, and 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 by the way, uh, for anyone listening from Otisville, thank you. Uh, please send more. Uh, oh, can, can you get this? This is this is Kevin. Yeah, I uh, uh, you know I, I know that there's hello? there's several guys that I used to talk no, to and and. Um, I, I've shared WFMU with a lot of guys. Oh, excellent. Um, well, thank and, you. And uh, I've always gotten good responses, uh, and I, I'd hope to get more guys involved. There are some really awesome artists uh, that are that are in there that can do some really cool stuff. And uh, sure, you know, helping out uh, helping out FMU. Uh, you know, here I am on the radio. Uh, I have a voice. The more you do, the the bigger your voice. Yep. And uh, and so if they uh, you know if they want to get the cause out there, this is a, a way to start doing it. Excellent. Okay. Well, cool, Scott. I'm gonna get uh, Kev- I think Kevin Corrigan's downstairs. Awesome. And uh, so uh, give us a call back later later tonight if you get a chance. We're gonna take a quick music break. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, give a hint and I'll uh, I'll ring. All right. Thanks awesome. a lot, Scott. All right. Take care. Bye. All right, we're going to take a quick... Let me, let me grab this one real quick. Hello. Real, hello. Who's calling? It's Outlaw Pete from the Outlaws. You're going down, Dave Hill. We heard you talking about the Outlaws on the radio a few weeks back. Oh, man, this is the last thing I need. And we're looking for a rumble unless you're yellow. No, well, the ramen gang is growing by the second, so uh, you better watch it. You best be watching it, because I'm Outlaw Pete. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Outlaw Pete's lair. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't ever call this number again, unless it's hey. in 20 minutes. That was terrifying. All right, we'll be right back. Here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Kevin Corrigan, I believe, is in the building. 
for being here shortly. I'm going to play some Stolen Cold Jams first. You just heard The Fall with, wait, what did I play? Mountain Ceremony. And before that... Wait, no, Mountain Energy. And before that... So that was The Fall with Mountain Energy. And before that, Blood Ceremony with Flower Phantoms. And before that, Love with Midnight Sun. And now, joining me live in studio, is Kevin Corrigan. Welcome back to the program. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) It's always... Oh, it's good to have you. Yeah, it's been, uh, I don't remember when the last time was. If I had took a guess, I'd say maybe five, five years. No, I, the show hasn't even been on the air that long. Yeah, I've been here for four. Eight, eight years. Eight years, it's been eight years. Oh, man, that's a it's long been, time. Where is it? Yeah, this, but I, I think this is your third time on the show, fourth? We could be running checks on this, Des. Fact check. It, it's fact four check. Year, four years. It's been four years since he's been on? No, this show has been on only four I'll, years. I'll look, I'll look, I'll look further this has that. turned into a nightmare. This, these facts are all all over the place. It's a scandal. It's a scandal. It's, this is, it's like Newsweek here. Yeah, it's a, a week after week. What's been going on with you? Entertainment uh, Weekly and be like, oh, that's not available to parrot for a singer. Great, I'll buy that. What? What is you know, that? I don't know. That's so funny. So I, I turned them down, what? and they actually got pretty snotty back. Wait, really? what? Like, what is yeah, happening? Like, you know, we're gonna cheer weekly, dude. I was like, I don't care. Wait a minute. Wow. I have to hit well, a button. You know, did you have? I mean, like. Oh, I know what happened. Talk now, James. Yeah. I just, I had. That freaked me out. I had, so had. the studio B button pressed, uh, and I, I. I apologize, Kevin, if this show has gotten too slick since you were last here. You figured that out pretty quick. I did. The, uh, uh, you know, in a simpler time, that would have taken a good half an hour for me to figure <laughs> out what was going wrong. But I had the studio B button pressed. Will we edit that out later? I don't think so. Is that a show that's going? Is that a show that's going on like on another floor here? Or yeah, yeah the, on the um, fourth floor on an, on the uh, web. Right? Probably. Probably. Something's going on up there. Anyway, just a little taste of what's going on. A, t- a, a taste of the complexity here. Yeah. Sorry about that. That that really, uh, that was terrifying. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be okay. I don't know. You held it together un- un- amazingly un- well. Unless they come down here. I uh, think we'll be all right. Kevin called in on October 5th, 2015, but that was a call in. You have access to all this information, right? What's it now? You you texted me earlier saying you wanted to talk about Half Cocked, the 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 film. The film Half Cocked. Uh, it's a uh, directed by Suki Hawley and uh, written by Suki and her husband Michael Galinsky, who is himself is a director. Um, He's made a, many uh, documentary films, mm-hmm. including one, a great one, essential viewing, a uh, film called The Battle for Brooklyn. 
And it's all about the uh, them breaking the ground for the Barclays Center, you know, like the, oh, the whole yeah. fight uh, over the uh, those acres there. And 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 a, a guy, a particular guy who was holding out in the building, and he was the literally the last holdout. You know, everyone in his building was. Uh, oh yeah. You know, they he refused to leave. They were all on the. They were. They all had. They had solidarity for a period of time, and then eventually, it was, they they were all like, you know what, this thing's gonna happen, one way they or the took other. They the money. So, uh, but the the main guy, anyway. So, Michael and uh, Suki and the movie Half Cocked. It was filmed, uh, I believe, in uh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. in a, like Raleigh, Raleigh Durham, uh, in nineteen ninety four, like early that year. Mm-hmm. I ended up there later that year in the fall. To work on a, a movie about a band uh, with a, and it had a bigger budget. It was a 35 millimeter, you know, f- uh, film stock, and you know, half cocked is a black and white movie uh, in 16 millimeter film. Oh and, wow! And uh, you know, very much like a, I guess you know, like a Jim Jarmusch film or something. And and uh, we got to my my second or third day in in Raleigh. I don't know if I'd even thought of filming my movie yet. We were invited to see the premiere of Half Cocked in this uh, uh, movie theater, mm-hmm. like an old movie theater in, in, uh, down in the town. And uh, I, I watched it and was blown away. I, I felt like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in the wrong film. <laughs> I can't, like, uh, what we made was... Uh, the films are similar in a way. There's a van that's central to, to both uh, uh, storylines. Uh, what was the film you were making? The film I was making was uh, written by John Schultz, who was at one time the drummer of a, of a, a Raleigh band called the Connells. Oh, yeah, I remember the Connells. And uh, the singer, Doug, from the Connells, was in the movie I was in. He played... The, the person that we aspire to have as our manager and uh, the other actors it was a you know uh, you know we you know it was a more of a conventional story where you know these guys you know they put up ads and then they finally four guys get together in a garage and yeah. start playing and uh, uh, but half Cox was uh, and it had it was traditionally cast with like real actors uh we we could all sort of play a little bit, not mm-hmm. not a lot, but we we were all uh, most of us were Beatle fans and and you know Stones and Who and British Invasion and punk rock and everything from the seventies onward, you know. Yeah. But Half Cocked didn't have actors in it. All all the the uh, the characters in it, who the characters were not. Uh, they weren't all well the main ones were not supposed to be musicians they were just like the sort of you know Ian Savonius's kid, yeah. kid sister and all her 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 dingbat friends and, and they just all are always trying to get into the club where where the cool kids hang out and and where they play and Ian, mm-hmm. Ian plays the the lead singer of a band called the guillotines and uh yeah I he's see it. they, they uh, um 
you know, he thinks he's Prince. Uh, and uh, he and kind of is, though. He, 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 there's no question that he is. But he does a great job in half cocked of, of um, um, seeming just like off the wall pretentious mm-hmm. and, uh, and laughable. Which, yeah, which uh, he's, which he, which he is, and which he isn't. I mean, he, I, I, I mean, I love his comedy. I love his the way he dances. I love all of his uh, his albums and all of his groups. The the makeup and uh, um, uh, Nation Ch- of Ulysses and Chain uh, in the Gang. Chain in the Gang, and, yeah. and uh, um, I, I'll just go wherever that guy you know leads me. You know. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I I. I took a friend to see him play. Chain and the Gang were opening for Thurston Moore at Bowery Barham like a year or two ago. And I took a friend who had no idea about Ian or Chain, anything, anything he does. And I was like, we got to go see this band. And, um, and we were going to, no, no offense to Thurston Moore and his band, but we were going to watch Thurston Moore afterward. But then we saw Chain and the Gang and, and, Ian's such a great front man that my friend Matt was just like nothing Thurston Moore and his band are going to do is going to come close to what we just saw let's just go grab dinner and I was like I was like I hate to say it but you're right <laughs> and we left sorry Thurston it, dancing is important it's the sometimes the, the most I never important. realized how I mean I, I used to, to, to you know uh, look down on dancing that's because my, my, my father, you know, who's, who's from the 50s, uh, he was all about dancing. His whole generation, you know, like they were listening to like Rock Around the Clock and, you know, the, like they were all about going down to Philly and getting on American Bandstand. You know, they were, they oh, could, wow. those cats, they could cut, they could, they could cut a rug into, well into their, you know, 60s, 70s. Uh, some of them are starting to hit 80 now, but... Where, where, and where your your dad was he from the Bronx? Yeah, he was from the Bronx. He's from the South Bronx, Brook Avenue, 138th Street, and uh, and he never left the Bronx. He moved from there to you know Fordham Road, and then uh, up to Marshallu, and that was uh, that's where everybody you know everybody else left, but he he, he you know he stayed. Mm-hmm. But uh, and he was always turning me on to. Uh, um, even though our, our it, 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 for when when I was growing up, it seemed like our 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 paths were sort of uh, divergent, or, or or just like that we there's no possible way we could have anything in common. And when I look back now, it's like we had everything in common, and a lot of the stuff like that he liked, I just ended up like. I mean, a lot of it was great right out of the gate. You know, it wasn't like my dad trying to make a corny suggestion to me about like, I think you're going to like this and have me going, it's all right, dad. I don't need to hear, uh, you know, uh, but he played stuff like Misery Lou, you know, uh, and it ended up on, on uh, the soundtrack to Pulp Fiction. It was like my father turned me on to that song. Uh-huh. <laughs> but did you re- reject it at first? Oh, no. Hell you no. You were into it right away. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and I, I like... I mean, even when he was, 
like all those guys like there's a there's a documentary about the stones where you know mick jagger talks about you know all those guys you know it's the 1970s and they're like i don't you know they don't rock anymore they just kind of they 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 loved it when disco came along you know Mm -hmm. and it reminded me of my father and his generation because all those guys really went for for the disco you know, all these, like, old uh-huh. Irish Catholic dudes, you know, from the... Fi- Time for them, though, in, that, in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's understandable now. I can see it now. How, but he... Uh, I'll never forget. He... he, he uh, I got him to buy a Black Sabbath album for me. It's like, as long as, as, long as you're going to be downtown, <laughs> I really need to have this record. What one? Uh, we Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll. Oh, nice. Uh, I wrote it down, and, you know. That's like a compilation, right? Best of, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a best of record. But uh, there he was. You know, he walked in the door like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock that night when he got in. Take the train up from Manhattan. Walk in the door. He's got the yellow Tower Records bag. He did it. You know, he did it. It's like, uh, uh, so that was... Uh, I don't think we ever listened to the record together. I'm not yeah. saying, you what, know, that we were like... He, now, an Irish Catholic guy, like, did he think Black Sabbath was a satanic operation? I don't think so. I, I, I think he... Because that would have been flagged by my parents. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think he, I think he saw it for, for what it was, which is, you know, he, 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 could rec- he could see show business when he saw it, you know? Yeah. I think oh. my dad, my dad definitely could see show business, but my mom would be like, I don't know. I don't know about this, son. Yeah. Um, I just read Tony Iommi's autobiography, and he explains that they, the reason they have crosses on everything is because they got a little spooked at one point because, like, people kept coming to the shows saying they were witches and stuff. And they were like, we don't, we don't need this. <laughs> and and so they started all wearing like big crosses, and like it, and this guitar started having that for protection. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they just precautionary uh, crucifix. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But all all those the, the lyrics of their songs were 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 all. Uh, well, I mean the the, the um, pro Christian. You know, feeling in the songs is pretty evident. You know, yeah. Uh, or, or the if you, um, you know, you choose evil ways instead of love. You know, all that. You know. Yeah, it's all right there. Um, it's clear where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Beatles said that too. You know, when they had to, you know, uh, answer for themselves about the Jesus comment, we're more popular than Jesus, and like. First of all, they didn't mean it the way it said in the in the six Tiger Beat magazine or whatever. No, there was uh, like a whole couple sentences that preceded. There's a whole context that they didn't. Yeah. Uh, come on. And and he's like, you know, uh, they had to come out and go. We 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 like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool, you know. Uh, um, we think he's right. <laughs> um. I think Ozzy was like too, you know. Yeah, well, Ozzy though. One read he, Ozzy's book. Um, I don't. Man, he I, had some bad jobs. I don't think I did read his book. Wait, is that just say Ozzy? 
He probably um, has like ten books, <laughs> right? Yeah. See, Ozzy, Ozzy kind of ruined his old. He kind of destroyed the whole mythology for me by becoming a reality television star. Yeah, I get that. It, it, but it was so. That whole thing was seemed so inevitable that it would that it would have. I mean, it's like a. Hardly anyone talks about the show The Osbournes anymore, but no. it was the first Talk straight of the first its kind. One. Absolutely. If you, unless you count like uh, the Real World, yeah, or something, uh, uh, and because uh, like right before the right before the Osbournes aired the first show, the first season, I there was a, a, a like a DVD that I had. I can't remember how I got a hold of it, but it had about a half a dozen music vi- uh, not videos on it but bits of Ozzy uh, you know where he's like uh, he 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 um, was edited into films like Apollo 13 <laughs> and he's oh. uh, and, and there's a you know they got the shot of Tom Hanks where he's looking out the you know <laughs> the, the pod bay window and going, Houston there's something there's something outside the window here it's kind of strange and it's Ozzy, like, cut off in space. He's, like, going, open up and die, you ass. Open the door. <laughs> um, I think he had something like that when I saw him. I saw him play on the, I want to say it was the Osmosis Tour. And he had like this montage thing. before he came out. Right. That show. was like him put into like you know, the Madonna Vogue video and stuff, yeah. <laughs> which even at the time was already like kind of a few years too old, yeah. but it still played really well. In the, uh, and uh, you know he came out and he delivered. He was funny. That's the thing. I, I, I went to the ninety nine nineteen ninety nine uh, the Sabbath reunion tour, and mm. I I just. What I remember most about that night, besides them really being in pretty great form, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they riffed out and you were like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and But on top of that, what I'd never, ex- well, because I, 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 I saw Ozzy in 83 and it was like not long after Randy Rhodes died. Yeah. And I don't, I don't. So, I mean, I remember it being a spectacle, but I don't remember laughing the way I, re- you know, the, at the Black Sabbath reunion show. He was like, f- he was funny the way like David Lee Roth is funny. Showman. It, yeah, just like, uh, um, and the way Angus Young is funny. Yeah. Um, and 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 I think part of it is is that uh, they they have that that. Uh, Satan or that demonic image, you know, where it's like, eh, you know, I don't know. I guess I wear some black underwear from time to time, <laughs> but that's about as far as it goes. It's like, you know, uh, it's it's just a, a it's a show. Th- it's a show, and they 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 have this sort of tongue in cheek. Uh, you know, they just have the act down. Yeah, and it's uh, it's like Monty Python. <laughs> Now, who, when you saw him in 83, who, was it Bernie Torme or Brad Gillis? Brad Gillis. Nice. Well, you can't go wrong. I guess not. No, I, I, it was pretty great. Motley Crue was the opening act. 
they were okay. Uh, and then, you know, Brad Gillis was a pretty good substitute. Pretty good. Yeah. No Randy Rhodes. No, that guy was... What what might have been. Yeah. Uh, we'll never know. We'll never know. We should, uh... If anyone wants to call... 201-209-9368. That's 201 209 Nine three six eight. You brought some records. I brought you. Uh, I brought you some records, and I brought you some magazines. Oh wow! And uh, I, I brought you a, a, some gear. Gear. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I'll, I'll give you this to you last. Okay, cool. This is. So see, everyone, all guests can learn a lot from Kevin Corrigan. Here, <laughs> I have a. This is not a very old copy of Uncut. The Beatles are on the cover. Magical mystery inside their craziest trip. Also with articles about Woody Guthrie and uh, Walter Becker and the Smiths. Robert Plant. So it has here, everything. You brought this you, for you. me? Wow. wow. I don't need them anymore. And I got a copy of Shindig with Black Sabbath on the cover. Oh, my goodness. Um... This is wild. All right, here's a... Uh, this Link Ray record featured on the back is a great record. Do you know this record? That, I, I have that. Yeah, where he's, he's got that bandana on or something. Yeah, that's a great record. I'm excited. I'm going to be up all night. Look, I have this, uh, I have a playbill for you from the play the zoo story that we were supposed to do remember that remember you and i were gonna oh, do yeah, that oh yeah i was gonna do it and then i couldn't do it yeah, yeah. and then some Somebody someone else, else yeah. did it wait who who did it brett davis yes and then uh yeah we read it in the park was he off book neither one of us was i would have been off book i don't know why i couldn't do, I'm, i was out of town or something i don't know if it's too late but i would love to do it a play with you in a park. Let's I do wanted it, man. to before. We should do it now while it's still freezing out and the lake is frozen over and we can walk on the ice. That's a power move. I think that would be uh this is excellent. Something we could tap into uh, a kind of So here's I don't know if you have this. This is a uh, Oh shit. Someone open this? What the f- Open. Doesn't have Wait, a shrink wrap on it. That's he's cutting his profanity off right, right in the where edge. I don't have to bleep it. <laughs> oh, this is your band, Crystal Robots. Yeah, that's Daniel Hornet and me and Richard Martin and Ahmed Karim. Two guitars, bass, and drums. As it should be. As it should be. Excellent. Thank you. And that's our. Uh, that's a. More recent. This uh, is the new. We should get this. Should we play this? This is the you new. Should play. Single? You should play the 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 A side. Yeah. The A side. I'm, I'm asking. The song's called "I'm Asking." Should we play this now? Sure. Do, uh, Des, can, can you? Yeah. Uh, I don't think this is the wrong time to hear it. Wait, what's that? I I don't think there's a wrong time. No. To, or. Uh, so, wait, which is the A side? Oh, I'm look, asking. You can have this. Uh, wait, what's that? Is the phone? Oh, the phone's ringing. Let's answer the phone. Should we answer the phone? Sure. Hello, you're on the air. 
Hey, Dave, it's Eric from Nashville. It's Eric from Nashville. You're on with Kevin Corrigan and me, Dave. Hey, Kevin and Corrigan. And Des. Hey, hey, thanks, man. Yeah. What's uh, listening to all the cool bands you're talking about, like Link Ray and Sabbath, and wanted to jump in the conversation. Oh, yeah. If you dare, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Enter one. at your own <laughs> I think it would be a good excuse to call. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just drew Link Ray for one of my friends. Um, you know. Uh, He's part he's Cherokee, got... right? Uh, oh, know. really? Yeah. What was that? Part Cherokee. I, I, I oh, yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. Uh, Is that all you got? Yeah. <laughs> no, I got more. Oh, man, you, you came well, on okay, with guns I'm, blazing, I'm and then it all just fell apart. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Oh, he's like, so, okay, pick him up! What kind, of weird, what kind of weird stories have you heard about Ozzy? Like, I heard one where um, he, like, spat into a bucket, and then everybody had to drink it, or otherwise he wouldn't play, or he was killing a puppy on stage, all kinds of, like, BS. Yeah, he, he, he snorted a line of ants. I heard. Yeah. Well, that's verified. That's, that's that was verified. in the Motley Crew one. Yeah. Yeah, we can uh, verify that. that. That's all kind of you know garden variety Aussie. I don't. I don't know yeah. any like anything really cool besides that. Yeah. That's everyone knows yeah. that. You know. Yeah, that's everyone knows about the ants. Yeah. That's <laughs> nothing. And the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What. I thought you were going to follow up with an Aussie story. I don't really. Uh, man, sorry. I thought someone else was going to call. <laughs> <laughs> you really, you know, you really came out with guns blazing, Eric. No, no, it was strong. <laughs> no, I think ants, we, we can't beat snorting ants for an Aussie story, I don't think. I mean, there's Whoa. probably. My, okay, well. I have this uh, podcast I just started about trick or treat. Oh, jeez! And right now we're talking about back back masking. So this, this kind of a subject where the Beatles and Ozzy and Sabbath all kind of did back masking a little bit. Back masking, you know, like where you you listen to Stairway to Heaven and they say "My Sweet Satan" allegedly. Yeah, but it's all made up. No, it's not. Okay, that's all can be verified. We have, some, we have some backward masking on my uh, band's record. Yeah, this is a good segue. Uh, Crystal Robots is the name Crystal of the record. Crystal Robots. Let's. Yeah. Oh, cool. uh, I want to check that out. Which turntable is it? That'd be turntable one. Okay. Can and can I just? It's uh, the speed that's a, and everything. It's a forty-five, right? I mean, it's it's a little seven-inch. That's right. All right. Yeah. Seven new seven-inch by Crystal Robots. Fire away when ready. A side. I'm asking, Eric. We're gonna we're gonna play this. Okay, cool. You can call back. Just in in the next. How long is this song? Three minutes. It's about four a ten minutes long. Ten no, minutes it's, long. It's, <laughs> I'll bring more of it. While while we time. play it, Eric, you think about what you've done. <laughs> okay, I'll. And call back. Sorry. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> I was. Do you think I was too hard on him? Not at all. Okay. Good. All right. This is Crystal Robots with I'm Asking. Now, who are you on vocals on this as well? I might have done a background vocal on this, but uh, it's just 
uh, bass mostly. All right, here we go. And we're back. That was Crystal Robots featuring Kevin Corrigan on bass and backing bass vocals with I'm Asking. That was great. Oh, yeah, that's a great song. Written by Daniel Honnett. That was, that was uh, that's right up my alley. Is anyone who listens to this show will verify. All right. All right, you folks out there. Yeah. Get on the phone. Start, start verifying. Yeah, start verifying. 201-209-9368. All right, so I have one more thing for you. Oh, here. there's more. Here, this is a... This is a, a a distortion pedal. I love distortion pedals. It's called an F bomb, and because it's a fuzz pedal. Perfect. Uh, by a company called Sub Decay. I've never heard of this. And you're giving this to me, or you just let I've, me look at I it? I have I have given it to There's you. There's no wrong answer. You're actually giving me a pedal. That's too kind. I want to say I can't accept it, but I want to accept it. You, you will. How did this is incredible? I've never seen this before, and I'm I'm up on the internet all night long, looking at pedals. You can probably find a you know a, a demonstration video, of that. Oh, this I can really have this. He's just turning it around in his hands like like I a am. shiny new Christmas morning present highlight. Can't believe it's true. I, I'm a sucker for this gear talk. I love. Uh, gear. I am too. Yeah. No, I, 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 I go through those. I've, you know, I'm sure you've gone through a number of them too. Oh yeah. I mean, when I, I'll plug this in for five minutes yeah. and then I'll set it down and I'll wait for the next one. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm no. I, I'm very excited. No, I go through. I do. I, I love pedals. So no, I'll check them out. I, I found one that I was uh, uh, happier with, and I, I thought. Uh, you know? Oh, so this is a reject pedal. Wow, this is really gone south. No, that one's what good. One do you like, what pedal do you like better, and why didn't you give me that pedal? Oh, because the other pedal was like, it wasn't even a distortion pedal. It was like a, a flanger, you know, it was oh. sort of a delay pedal. It was no, th- thanks. a different thing altogether. No, this is great. It's F-bomb. It's green. See, this is what I love about pedals. Well, for, first, there's the pedal thing that they do. But then the packaging, it's green. It's metal, right. It's got the metal casing. It says F-bomb. We should hook it up now it, it to has add a, to our <laughs> microphone. Beautiful paint job. You know, that shade of green is... Uh, it's, it is. It's like a Kelly green. Let's answer, Kelly green. Let's answer this call. See, what, this better be petal-related, this call. Who's calling? Ollie, this is David. David? This is David, yes, sir. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Manhattan, New York. Let me turn off my radio. Uh, I just know one thing, if you may, please. Um, do you know if the video is on DVD, uh, Sex and Radio, the story of WFMU? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Netflix? Oh. You, you can't have no hard copy of it? I don't know if there is one. I don't know either. That seems, this is a very, uh, well, this isn't a pedal-based question, but I will allow it. it. It's on It's on Netflix, though. I know that. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, sirs. Have a good evening. I'm missing you. Thank you. Thank you very Be much. Be well. Stay well. All Thank right. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good night. 
was really hoping it was going to be a pedal-based call. Yeah, 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 that would have been... There'll, there'll be one. The, there has to be a good pedal-based... I'm really excited about this. I think there'll be several, actually. Several pedal-based calls? You, you, didn't, you didn't think that the Eagles were going to win last night, but I'm telling you, there's gonna, <laughs> they're going to be, uh, like, about 12 pedal calls before the end of the night. I like a, a pedal call, but you can just hear... The listeners dropping yeah. away as yeah. that, with especially, I'm making generalizations and maybe stereotyping, but I feel like women especially tune out when we. I've I've speculated that women don't enjoy guitar pedal talk in the past, and then a guitar playing friend of mine who was a woman got mad at me about it. There is a percentage out there that is. There's some, yeah. You know. Team Gear. This is Pedal Talk. What's your pedal-based question? <laughs> pedal hey, Talk with Kevin Corrigan and Dave Hill. I, I used to have an um, electric mistress when I was really young. Okay, this is off to a great start. There, the the phone. Oh, I just I I just hung up on someone. I apologize. Call back. The switchboard is lighting up with pedal. That's okay. Wait, you had an you, the electric mistress. Is a flan- oh, man. flanger, right? It. it was another setting on the one that I had. It was called Dot Matrix. Do you remember that? I'm going to let Kevin field this. <laughs> it was Elect- electroharmonics? Uh, yeah. Yeah, a- yeah. I had uh, the whole pretty much... I had I had a memory man. I had a... The memory man was nice. I mean, it wasn't as good as the... I also had one of the... This the isn't pedal recollections talk this is this you good stuff what good stuff my friend so you, uh, what's your favorite pedal pedal memories my favorite i would say it was probably the good old mxr distortion plus that's was. a classic you can yeah. you can if you listen closely you can literally hear women turning off the show right now it's true, isn't it? Going up the dial. Yeah. Though um, I, MXR Distortion Plus is is a that's a formula. Speaking of Randy Rhodes, that's what he used. I, I heard he used two of them. Is that true? At the same time. Yeah. That that yeah, makes he, sense. He used, yeah. Like, I heard he used two of them, and he would, uh, you know, just turn on on that extra one <laughs> to get whatever you know. Uh, poor Randy, man. It stands what a, to reason. Listen, don't focus foolish. on the negative. That he, no, it's just sad. I, you know, I, I'm I'm forty. I'm gonna be forty nine in like two days. Oh, happy birthday! Thank you, man. And uh, love your show, Dave. Oh, so, thank you. Um, it's Sean. I'm a regular contributor. Station. I love you guys. <laughs> Sometimes you. you know. Us being musicians, we don't communicate correctly. No, it was beautiful. But, you said all the right things. But yeah, those pedals, man, they don't make them like that anymore. Not um, well, you've obviously look, not tried the F bomb by Sub Decay. It's a classic. Yeah, you got to plug that in there, man. We got to we got to hook it up to something. Did I give an F bomb without? No, no. The the pedal is called the F bomb. I could look around and see oh, if there's a no, guitar. Oh no, no, is it I good? I, I haven't, I haven't bought a pedal in years. 
I have one of the line six, the uh, odd three. Oh, I don't know which one that is. It's like this big giant. It's a, it's a live pedal. It's a big thing. Oh, I know. I know the. I know those pedals. I just don't know which one the three is. It's yeah. No, it's. it's I don't know. I'm not going to go in there and look. Hey well, Dave, can you can you can you play like, <laughs> like something off the off the LP? Yeah, yeah, we're not done. Okay, all right. We're gonna. Okay, Sean, <laughs> we're gonna. Yeah, what's up? We're gonna play some more Crystal Robots, but thank you for your Sounded call. Great, that was a great track. Yeah. And another thing I want to say is, um, there is a ton, and I'm no double worshiper or whatever, but so you there say. is a ton to go off the subject real quickly before you play that song. Um, of fast. Backmasking on Zeppelin IV. When I was a kid, me and my buddy, we drop acid, and that's all we do as stupid kids. You know, we were like fourteen years old. It's a try to. Well, I don't watch know what the, they watch were the doing. language. I just swore. Sorry, I blew it. David, have a good night. Thanks. You too. Keep up the good work. Wait now. We have a lot of pedal-based calls on hold, as you can imagine. Oh, well, which, I, 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 therefore, we should put on something with a lot of pedals on it. Yeah, let's let's. Uh, uh, we're gonna grab these calls on hold in a second. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Whether you have a a pedal-based call question or not for the, Kevin Corrigan. Yeah, the, 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 this tune I, I specifically asked for a lot of effects and guitar effects of the. From the lead guitarist, as I just put a lot of effects on it. Which one am I? It's on side. <laughs> side there's, R. <laughs> there's side R and there's side C. Yeah, I never noticed that until now. <laughs> well, if you side, were confused, you're not alone. Side R, Monday in the City. That's the tune. Monday. That's the second last. Okay. Second to last. Okay. It, let's see. It should have been this, like the first. I'm gonna. Here, you keep talking. I'm going to go over to the turntables. All right. So, um, you're in control. Side R of uh, Crystal Robots LP here. The song's called Monday in the City. And like all the Crystal Robots songs, it was written by Daniel Hornet. Uh, I feel like this is... I'm gonna, I did it right. Let's see. We're back. That was Monday in the city, and in a second of love comes first, just to give you a taste, which we can play. That's great. It's Monday. Come it's, back. it's actually Monday. It is actually Monday. You Monday can... in Jersey City. Cue that up all yourself, Dave? Yeah. Nice. Who's, you. <laughs> who's the big boy now? <laughs> I managed to play a record. Welcome. This kid, I was, when I get that... Uh, Z100, is that even a station? Still is, yeah. Z100 drive time show. I'll be, I'll be queuing up records left and right. Let's see, let's take, let, should we take a couple more pedal talk calls? They may not be pedal based calls. I can't imagine that they still are. Mm. That was minutes ago. <laughs> Hello, you're on the air with Kevin Corrigan and me, Dave. Is Who's, it me? Yeah, it's you. Who's calling? This is Dave from the Zambonis. Hi, Dave. Dave from the Zambonis. Uh, the uh, the tri-state area's preeminent hockey-themed band. Is that, <laughs> is that accurate? Years. 26 years. Yeah. Are you familiar with the Zambonis, Kevin? 
Uh, what is that? Uh, 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 it's a certain genre of, uh, you know, Nigerian uh, rock. What do they call that? Yeah. Hockey rock. Like, uh, it's hockey rock. Hockey rock. Ho- hockey rock, yeah. Not yacht Nigerian, rock. Nigerian hockey rock is correct. Okay, yeah. yeah it's supposed to be a, 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 like a hockey team from Africa and that went to the Olympics this year. Really? It was sort of like uh, Cool Runnings, but the hockey-based sort of version. Yeah, I guess so. I'd like to I, see that. I I I want to believe that, but Zamrock. It's there's a there's a, uh, uh, there's a there's a rock and roll movement in Zambia. Oh Zam. Oh, oh, that had nothing to do with hockey, but Zambia. No, no but it had to do with rock, and they call it Zamrock. It was a whole uh, sensation. It's enjoying a little bit of a renaissance now. Look it up. Zamrock. You better watch your back, Dave, from the Zambonis. I I, I hear you. I hear you. And I will. But I will warn you guys, I took that guy's request, uh, suggestion, and I took some acid, so we only have about 30 minutes, and I have that before all queued up. Nice. Really? But Well, no, but whatever. But I'd like to talk about pedals for one second. All right. (laughs) This is arguably... I'm going to say top five most popular subjects ever on the show, as evidenced by the. And, and heard the word pedal and shut the door. Yeah, that's the that's the correct reaction. Yes, I I, I kind of For, understand. Unless it, you're, here's you know, my, here's my question. First, uh, I did lose my ten spot adapter at the last gig we played, so if if you have any extras, I could use one of those. I don't. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that That's is? That's the Kevin? plug. That's the plug that goes it's in. A very, uh, yeah, a very uh, coveted. Uh, Wait, is piece that the thing? There, it's right? like uh, you plug in a bunch of pedals with it. It's like an AC adapter. Yeah, you have a board, probably, Dave. You're a, you're, you're Mr. Fancy Pedal Pan. No, wait. The pet. So you're, no, you're talking about the th- the the text on it is yellow, right? The logo. Yes. I have yes. a couple of those. I just never bothered to learn what it said. I, I I know what that is now. That's what that's what Not I'm missing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go to the guitar center to get one of those. But oh, you gotta go to the guitar center and here, rip some solos. Here's my fave pedal. You ready? When, Anything by the company Maestro. Are you familiar with that company? Oh yeah, weren't they uh, uh, a, a a New York company from the '60s? Yes, and they always had these. They you weren't if you look at their pedals from the 60s and 70s they're either a guitar pedal or a or a pencil sharpener you can't tell the difference they're really cool they've got turquoise orange and yellow buttons on them they're really neat I and they're it. pretty good pedals aren't those the ones that hendrix used yeah he used a maestro yeah i have a maestro phase and then i have a maestro horn I forget what it does, but it's the worst pedal, but it looks so good. The original pedals, or? Original, yeah, original. See, it's killing me to indulge this conversation, because I, I want to talk about it. Do it, your But show. then I know that every woman listening is turning the show off. Well, we could, you could hang up on me and just talk about something sexier if you want for the there's, women. No, there's nothing sexier than pedals. That's the thing. If you, Would you Google, I if may any have lost Kevin. Though. Maestro pedals. I bet you they'd be interested in this because they look they're they're modern. They're, they're they look like furniture or jewelry. I'm trying to get the ladies in here. 
Well, no, this is this is my whole thing with equipment. I like it from the design aspect. Sure. Oh. The visual. Yeah, and then yeah, it look happens. At the, look at the maestro pedals online, please, and and call me tonight, and we'll do something together on the phone. All right. This, I I liked most of that sentiment. Well, all right, fine. <laughs> That's it. I'll let you guys go. The acid's starting to kick in. I'm gonna go. All right. Thanks, before. Dave. And wh- where are the Zambonis playing next? Ooh, we are playing Fairfield Theater in uh, Fairfield, Connecticut, February 28th, and then uh, Tertiary Market. What? Bushwick Public House in Philadelphia in the end of April with The Eradicator, which is a guy that writes songs only about squash. Now you've really lost the ladies. I disagree. Uh, good. I'm glad you like that. Excellent. Well, thanks, Dave. Take care, guys. All right. And Dave Hill, we will play together eventually. Let's. I'm in. All right. Let's hockey make it rocks, so. And so do you. Oh, don't get me started on hockey. You looked good on that video clip. You really. Those are your own skates? No, those are rentals. You don't. You wouldn't. You'd hate to see what I would do with my own skates. Holy. Those, those are, are rentals. That's rentals, baby. You see me wow. on my own skates, you'll lose your mind. I'm straight, but you got young ankles, my friend. Oh. You don't know the half of it. See you later. Park right. forever. Goodbye. Thanks, Dave. Bye-bye. Dave, you got to hear this. This is like, I, 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 uh, I googled sickest guitar pedal. Oh, sweet. So here's what came up. Electroharmonics Crayon Overdrive. Oh, I don't know that. $53 used. So I'm just going to go right to a, a review. Okay. Uh... I bought this because I have a Black Star amp that's very dark. Is very dark in all caps? No. Um, and uh, this has a brighter, more cutting sound. It works great for that. You can dial it in for darker stuff, too, though. Side note, there is no difference between the vertical crayon graphic and the diagonal one. No difference. Just get whichever one you like the look of better. So here's the thing with this pedal. You should buy it. This is the reviewer talking But you still. need to keep a few things in mind. If you play heavier stuff or want a really saturated OD, this pedal will need to be stacked with something with higher gain. It has a ton of volume on tap, but its gain knob sort of taps out at about noon, and it isn't super saturated, but if that's what you're looking for, uh, if that's what you're looking for, but that said, buy this. <laughs> that's in capital letters, Thanks. buy this. I bought it instead of a, I started, I bought it instead of a soul food, since it does have a little more gain and more kinds of sounds you can dial in. You can use this as a semi-transparent boost or boost it with something else. Super versatile for the price. It'd be, it'd be inane <laughs> not to get one at some point. Love it. You should get it. It can do, any, it can do anything from blues <laughs> to punk and a lot of things in between. Oh, well, it, see, that's where he it, got me. It can do nearly anything once you start stacking it with other ODs. This is... That's, that's a... That you so... I, I think... If you can make the time for this, and I, I, I'm hoping you will, a dramatic reading of a pedal review, <laughs> or uh, the gear of your choice every week. You can call in, pre-tape, or do it in person. It's up to you. Yeah, this is... I, I Something think to think about. We've hit upon something here. 
And you know, there's like endless, endless. Uh, pull, pull up another review. Let's, let's grab see. this call. Pull up. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. Who's calling? This is Big Joe from California. Big Joe. Yes. From Northern California. Northern California. Big Joe from from Violation Wound. Yes, sir. Yes. I was calling in with some uh, pedal talk. You have pedal talk. I was uh, talking or thinking about um, the pedals I like to use on, on my stuff is an Ibanez uh, Tube Screamer. All right. Car pedal for my bass. Okay. And then also uh, I like to use a wah pedal. But uh, my question is, is what kind of uh, stuff did you guys um, use for guitar pedals on your Painted Doll album? Oh, gosh. I don't know. We used a Big Muff and uh, some just weird pedals. I don't even remember, to be honest. Some Black Cat pedal. Uh, a Tim Guitars pedal from Australia. I can't That's believe cool. I'm giving into this pedal talk. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have right. to turn in my keys for indulging pedal talk on this show. Gotcha. And yet I can't stop. No, but I th I think that's all we used, is that, as I recall. Or those, yeah, Tim Guitars, Black Cat, and oh, Big Muff, and uh, probably that was it that I remember. But I'm sure there was others. Well, very cool. Yeah, I just wanted to call in and, and ask that. I came across because I know the album's coming out. Comes out a week from Friday. It's exciting. I'm very excited. But I'm pretty sure that um, Chris can tell you different, but I think those are the pedals. Well, I'll definitely ask him. Okay. Thanks a lot, Big Joe. Hey, thanks, Dave. All right. Bye-bye. What, what do you got, Kevin? Clark? All right. Yeah, yeah, let's see. This is a review of the... Uh, let's see. <laughs> the, uh, Danny D has... As if things couldn't go further downhill. E e oh, I'll take one of those. Thanks. EHX Green Russian Big Muff. And David Gilmore Tones. I'm good, thanks, Danny. I'm off of that. I'm off of Oreos. Whoa! <coughs> this thing pumps up the low tones better than any Big Muff I ever had. And I've had a bunch. <laughs> Since the 70s, in brackets. Whoa. I had to move it off my direct pedal board. It just overwhelmed everything else. It now sits on my magic pedal board that contains all my favorite pedals. This is one mighty dirt box. Can we can we give you like a little bit of reverb and you can take that from the top? Uh-huh. This is one mighty dirt box. Great overtones, thunderous and not flappy bass response. It's going to give your rig a workout, not so much a lead sound, more like a big chunking truck that smashes into your speakers like a fat moth hitting a windshield in a good way. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that, that might be better than the last one. I got to do the station ID before I forget. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope in New York City and Rockin' County at 91.9 FM. And online worldwide at WFMU.org. The great mystery here is certainly one of these calls has to be Ingdave on hold, right? You would think. With think pe so. pedal talk running rampant. 
Hello, you're on the air with Kevin Corrigan and me, Dave Hill, and Des. Yo. Hello? Me? It's you. It's a woman. See? It's an actual woman. Who's calling? Glad Girl. Oh, Glad Girl Shelly from Dayton, Ohio. Is this pedal talk? It is. It is sadly devolved into pedal talk. Well, did you see my post? I posted my Maestro Phaser PH70. My Maestro again. Wait. Yes. Yes. And my Vox Fuzz I love. My beautiful little V830. How about a tube screamer and a delay, a wah, all that good stuff. Girls like pedals, too. See, that's nice to hear. (laughs) Yeah, she writes there... Shelly writes, there are girls that like pedal talk. Here's my maestro on hold for pedal talk. That's a nice maestro phaser. A feature at like monthly. A monthly feature? Yeah, gear talk, pedal talk. People love talk, it. I mean, we've, a, we've established <laughs> this. People love it. So pedal. what I loved about you, Dave, when you came to Dayton in October, was it you came? For that I, show? I believe so. And you get off the plane, and you have your gig bag, and I'm like, oh, wow, sure. that looks pretty heavy. you got all your clothes and your guitar in there, and you're like, no, mostly pedals. <laughs> yeah, you got to have pedals. If you're going to Dayton, I think I'd show like up in... 70 pounds worth of pedal. Yeah. And, two, and, a, and a pair of underwear. That's and, last uh, bit is debatable. And a guitar. Yeah. Underwear? <laughs> On an overnight trip, I wouldn't pack an extra pair of underwear. That's a one. <laughs> the only way to travel. That's a one underwear trip, if at all. <laughs> if, if if at all. Yeah. So there are girls who like the pedal talk. I just want to reassure you. Well, thank thank you, Shelley. Yeah. Keep, keep up the good work, and thank you for sharing your pedals. No problem. And uh, hopefully so we'll con- continue. Yeah, continue there's more. On. I believe there's more pedal talk to come. I, maybe another review from Kevin Corrigan. That uh, would rock. I love it. He he's combing. <laughs> All right, thank you, Shelley. Okay, see ya. All right, bye bye. We now go. I have reports that there is another actual woman. That's a record. Two women in a row calling in for pedal talk. Hello, oh, you're on the air. To come alone and. Um, Wait, hello. Hello. You're on the air? Hi, is this Dave? It is Dave. You're on with <laughs> me and Kevin Corrigan and Des. Who's calling? Yes. Leah? This is Leah from Allentown. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yes. Not to show off my knowledge no, of geography. Have you been? I used to summer in Allentown. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. summer here every year. It's beautiful. This time of year, not this time of year. What's going on in Allentown tonight? I I uh, was just telling. Who did I just talk to, Danny? Yes, yes I'm sorry. Danny, God, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just talking to Danny, and um, was telling him that I've only ever listened to you through the podcast. Mm-hmm. Which is incredible, and has oh, thanks. Has really has changed my life. Oh in wow! The last three years, I think. No, listen. I've only been listening for like less than a year, I think. 
It's not just as long as your life's been changed. That's the <laughs> that's the thing people will rem- right? remember. That's all that matters. Um, but I listened to you on the WFMU app tonight. Oh, and excellent! To hear the, yeah, to hear the music that you play along with the podcast is—it's doing things to me. It's doing things. <laughs> Tech talk is doing working. Things. What? It, well, um, I hope good things. Very good things. Very good things. And I just thought I would try to call. I thought the stars would align. As a female, I would probably get through um, and break up the pedal talk. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, someone no, had to do it. To do. It's one of uh, one of those rare moments in life. It's like listening to pornography instead of watching it. It is. Uh, <laughs> wait, Kevin. I, I might have a good one here. Kevin, I don't know. <laughs> Kevin's got. Kevin Corrigan's got another pedal review locked and loaded. Um, just when you thought we were do. free. Hold on, let me dim the lights a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, let's. This. Is, yeah, let's get like a little. I think, I think this one's gonna be off the chain. Let's give you a little reverb. <clears throat> are you ready? Lee? I'm ready. Are you ready? I hey. I've been ready all my life. Everyone, please allow me to state that I've been dealing with guitar effects for some uh, like 25 years by now. LOL. <laughs> so from Boss MXR and all the old best known names are great effects. Some of the same names I listed can be some not so great effects for the money they charge. So, with that in mind, if you don't mind the plastic case of Behringer, then you should rest assured you're getting some awesome effect for the money, period. Keep in mind where it's made. Manufactured in Germany, so that should let you know how well the engineering may be. I only know... I, I, the only downfall about this effect is the case-bearing plastic. Other than that, they're, they're awesome effects and great quality as well. They keep the tone true to your, to your input 100%. This 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 flanger this flanger gives me the option to have uh, any flanger setting I want. What does that mean? Well, it's like having two effects in one. I don't think maybe I don't think many other effects give you such such option. I say Behringer is great brand a great brand out of the new brands that they just got that just got better uh, uh, better known in the past. So if you look at the price and compare, you pay you're paying the same same price, same sound tone. Not the casing. Behringer rocks. I give it four stars for the for the case being plastic. Okay, sounds like he changed his opinion about you know uh, the pedal uh, three or four times in the course of the review. It was a roller coaster ride. Why I'll, not? I'll My say. heart is pounding. Yeah, Leah, um, <laughs> go do what you need to do after that one. I I've think, been uh, doing it. It's okay. Oh my goodness. It's, is is did I hear the word flanger? Yes, you did. Is that is that a dirty word that you have to beep out on F? No, flanger. Can we say that word? Um, you it can say dirty it. in the context. It does. It does. But uh, that 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 might be the best review of the night. The Behringer. It's early, it's and I'm early. telling myself I'm not going to Google that pedal later, but I bet I do. 
You're going to have one coming I mean, to you from Amazon in the morning. Oh, man. From your lips to God's ears. Well, thank you, I mean, Leah. A, What's of that? Of course. No, I'm thinking a plastic pedal. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever comes in it's the mail. It's true about those Behringers. No they have, lie. like, the plastic casing. They're not like the uh, the sub-decay with the metal casing. It's, it's totally different. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a different, different product. Different all ride. Together, you know? It's a different ride. Different. I think I know this font, the level and drive font. I think I have it on my computer. <laughs> I'm a big font guy. If you want to have, not, if you want to have, surprised at all. The, if you want to have the conversation shift to fonts, and watch me maintain the same level of knowledge and enthusiasm. I think I just did. Bring it on. <laughs> I I I can't engage in that conversation, but I know a guy who can. Yeah, you're talking to him. If you no, I know another dude. Nope. <laughs> so. All right. If you'd like his information, I can get that to you. <laughs> no. All right. Well, thank you, Leah. Thank you, Dave. Have a great me, night. Even though I have uh, the wrong chromosome for the show. No, no. Hey, whoa, whoa. Hey. All are welcome. <laughs> the, the, the point is, we want more female calls. Ideally, that would right. be all the I'm calls. Like, I'm I don't the kind know. of girl that loves the kind of guys you are. <laughs> wow. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Hi, Des. Is Des there? Yeah. Hi. Hey, how are and you? Kevin's eating no, a cookie, no, no. otherwise you would have. I'm glad I talked to Danny earlier. Lee's <laughs> getting passed around. Sounds like I don't know. Yeah, I'm not touching that. Yeah. I don't. Well, it's good talking to you guys. All right. Thanks. Have it a great Have a great night, Lee. Here's to Danny get now. On my very first time trying. Oh, thank you. Well, let, back next please time. call call every week. I will do my best. All right. Keep up the good work. All right. Have a great night, boys. Thanks, Leah. You too. Bye bye. Bye. As I understand it, uh, we now have a a font uh. A, a pedal, a prison pedal call. Ooh, it's all coming together now in the last hour. I was hoping it would be a prison font call. Should have the segues waiting for you. But this is, uh, is it, I believe, Scott, formerly of Otisville Correctional Facility. Now, hey. is this you, Scott? Yes, it is. Hey, Dave. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Des. Hey. Um, prison font is graffiti. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows That's, that. Yeah. Uh, we, we all know that. Kevin, Scott, just, Scott, what is it, six weeks you've been out of prison? Yes. Just to bring you up to speed. Oh. Yep. So, um, yeah, when I first got to uh, to Otisville, and uh, they told me, uh, oh, yeah, they got a band here. I said, a band here? Yeah, in the music room. It's on the stage in the gym. So uh, I ran down there, and uh, <clears throat> I went in the room, and uh, they were having a they were, at the time, they were teaching a theory class. And, Nerds. Uh, I talked to the guy who was the who ran the band, and uh, I said, "Yeah, I want to get involved." He says, "Well, what can you do?" And I said, "Well, I play a little keyboard, but you know, really, I need to learn." And he says, "Well, we do that here too." And uh, so I, I started getting involved, and um, we started putting together like the the like. beginner band, and uh, we were going to play for the GED graduation. And uh, 
day comes for the show, and they're, they're trying to set up all the equipment. And everybody knew how to play their instruments, but nobody really knew how to set up the equipment. So I told them I knew how to do that, and uh, uh, by default, I ended up becoming the, the, the band sound engineer. And uh, now, another thing, when I first got in there, they had this huge pile of equipment. Speakers and mixers and trumpets and trombones, saxophones, just a, literally a pile, 10 feet wide, 10, 20 feet long, about 8 feet high. And uh, I said, what's with all of this stuff over here? He's like, oh, that's all the broken stuff. We're going to throw that away. And I'm looking in there, and there's like a 24-channel mixer. There's amps. There's, there's all kinds of good stuff in there, tube amps. Um, and, uh, and I said, well, you ever try fixing it? says, well, do you know how to fix that stuff? And I said, yeah. I just need this, you know, soldering iron, digital multimeter, and, uh, and you know, a place to work. So they arranged for me to... Man, I thought the pedal stuff. talk was alienating. But continue. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> Scott. So, uh, so I started, I get, I get the equipment fixed, and uh, in that was these, um, these pedals. There was two um, uh, Zoom G1X pedals. And... Uh, so I brought those two back to life, and uh, and we started using them in the band. Now there was another guy who um, he wasn't in the band at the time. He was kind of playing on his own, and uh, he had one as well. And now because the facility had these pedals that were in service, he was able to bring his out because you're not really allowed to have them. Uh, you know, if you have if you get caught with one of those pedals in your cube. It's contraband. You're going to lose it. Wait, you can't have a guitar pedal in prison? Um, you can and you can't. Uh, it depends on, like, see, if you start in a max, a maximum security, um, you can get some pedals. Um, now, if, let's say I go from one facility to another, everything that I bring from that facility, I'm allowed to keep at the new facility because you're grandfathered in. So if you have something that you're not allowed to have, one of the best ways to keep it is to be able to switch facilities and, and, and have it through the, through the transfer. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of contraband ends up being property uh, through this method. Now, he was never, never able to do that. I don't know how he got it. I think somebody left it to him, but, uh, but he had this pedal. And, uh, it was, you know, it's weird because, like, when you're going down to the gym, sometimes they'll have you know, just search everybody, and you can't just like you know be walking down to the gym and decide. Ah, oh, no, actually, I decided I'm not going to go tonight and head back. You're definitely going to get searched then, and you're going to lose everything you got. Uh, so keeping one of these pedals around is a it's a project. It's a it's a everyday sort of a task that you gotta you know maintain your your contraband. And uh, <clears throat> when he left. He left the pedal to me, and we brought it down to the band room, but uh, there was a major confusion going on with what was going on with the band. I had left, so when I went down to the band room to get the pedal, they said, no, uh, he left that to the band room. And I said, well, you know, is it at least here? And they said, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, somebody else had taken it. So I said, you know, all right, whatever, that, that pedal's gone. About a year later... The guy's leaving to go to another facility, and he's like, here, take this pedal. And he hands me that pedal. 
And I'm like, where'd you get this? And he, he told me, like, this guy got it from this guy, and that pedal had been bouncing around the facility for probably about four or five years. And uh, I, uh, I decided, I said, you know what, this pedal, is, it, it's, too, uh, it's too precious. Um, I sent it home, and because uh, we, we did have the two pedals in the facility at the time, so I sent that one home. Uh, then about a week after I sent the pedal home, Guy says, "Hey Scott, why don't you come back to the band?" Oh man! And, uh, <laughs> I'm like, "Well, shoot! I just sent the pedal home, you know." He's like, oh, "Don't worry about it. They come back to the band." So I went back to the band, and then the other two pedals were gone as well. I have no idea. This has turned were. into a real caper. It's like a behind the music meets Columbo. It's like an M Night Shyamalan exactly thing. It's it's pretty trippy. It's uh, you know it, what's there one minute might not be the next. What wasn't there one minute uh, can can turn up. That's prison but, uh, for you. Holy cow! Yeah, if it isn't bolted down, it's going to get stolen. That's for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, you know we have we have limited equipment there, and uh, you got to be uh, you got to be very careful with what you do have. And then you know when you get something good like a pedal, uh, hang on to it. Protected. Yeah, exactly. And the things you got to do to hang on to a pedal in there, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, that can mean anything. Kevin, Kevin Corgan has just become visibly ill with that last statement. Well, yeah, Scott, especially one of these multi-effects pedals, they're pretty big. Don't don't get me started. But I think we're gonna take a break and play. We we'll just play some more Crystal Rocks. Nice, that's good stuff. Wait, I'm getting that. What happened to the the cover? The crystal robots. I'm a mess. They, the crystal robots rock is what I meant to say. Um, all right, thanks, Scott. All right, right we on. may have to have a moratorium on uh, pedal talk for the rest of the show, unless Kevin Corrigan has another review. <laughs> we'll, 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 Let's we'll play some see. crystal robots. Yeah. And uh, Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. Take all right. care. Bye-bye. Bye. What, what song do we want to... Uh, back from the sea. Back from the sea. That's the last song, song on, on side C in the anything goes approach to side labeling that Crystal Robots employs. Yes. You guys, I'm going to go over to the turntables. Dave's going to go Hold for it. a second one now tonight. Hold it down. He, uh, he's really stepping up. You're bringing a lot out for him, Kevin. I appreciate this. Oh, I'm I'm an enabler, you know. Uh, no, you're you're teaching him how to live. You're forcing him, you know, like pushing him out of the nest. Oh, know, wow. What's happening? That's He's going so back to the board. It's got to happen sometime. He's checking the light against the groove. He's fledging. He's fledging. You know, he's he might be sweating a little bit now, though. That's all right. You get the toxins out, you know. Uh, okay, I think I nailed it. Boom. Crystal robots. Back in the sea. It's back in. Back, back uh, from, the, from sea. the sea. What is going on with me? It's getting I had late. a stroke. You'll be right as rain tomorrow. <laughs> Crystal robots featuring Kevin Corrigan on bass. That was back from the sea. Back from the sea. Excellent. Where it was a good uh, palate, well, a great jam, and a and a good palate cleanser to uh, 
from Pedal Talk. A pedal cleanser. It's a nice segue. Yeah. It was time for a, a you know, a segue. We had to shut it down. It's almost like, uh, be careful what you wish for. The deluge of pedal-based calls. And I'm looking on the, the message board, the bit of information that Scott from formerly of Otisville left out is he said he almost got shanked because of the missing pedal. I would have led with that. If he would have, he, that he could have told that story on the moth. Would have changed the entire <laughs> pretext of the story. Yeah, if he would have led with how he almost got shanked because of the pedal, he'd be on the moth right now. But he blew it. That's why he's here, I guess. <laughs> we get, this is maybe we can get him on the moth to tell that st- if he the shanking part. I don't know. Something to think about. What else has been going on with you, Kevin Corrigan? <coughs> uh, same old stuff, you know. Auditioning. Auditioning. You're not at the point. See, I would think, because you're, you're a great actor. They don't just say, here you go. Yeah, that's what. You, that's what uh, Offer only. That's right. But but they still make you uh, this industry, show business. Yeah, you got to find your place in it. Any business, you know, it's uh, you know, it's uh, got to find your uh, find out where you fit in. You know. Well, you're doing you're doing great. From where I'm standing, I'm not worried about you, Des over here. Worry. Very worried. It's all gonna be. It's, it's gonna, all be, gonna fine, be fine. Right? How do you now? Is there? Do people ask you the? Do there? When you're playing with crystal robots, do you ever think? Screw acting. It's crystal robots. Oh sure. Sometimes I think. Uh, this is what I should be doing. This is my calling. <clears throat> you know, but then it's 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 just it's just uh, you know it's it's just the the the, the narcotics talking. And <laughs> yeah, but the same you know the same things told me th- that I needed to act. You know. So um, it, it got confusing once I decided I wanted to, like, you know what? I think I want to. Pl- I want to be a musician too, because I'd already been acting for a while, mm-hmm. and I and I thought I was pretty good at it. And uh, and then I, I I started playing, you know, guitar and trying to be in bands, and I was just sort of, you know, mediocre. But I thought, no, you know what? I'm as good a musician as I am an actor. I was like, I must be a pretty mediocre actor (laughs) that's what that must mean but somehow I just kind of lucked into a a, a career with the the acting you're a great actor if you watch I I was at the new school today you ever go there I walked past it but yeah I got a friend who's teaching a class there so I went in there this morning 
from nine to eleven thirty, and and uh, he he has about like you know fifteen uh, kids in his class. We watched. Uh, his name is Dan Schechter. Uh, Daniel Schechter directed a. He's directed a couple of feature films. One of them we made. To, we, I've been in three of his films. Uh, the the my favorite one is a called Supporting Characters, and it had it starred Alex Karpovsky uh, um, as a as a film editor, and he's cutting my movie. I'm the director of a, of the film within the film. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, anyway, Dan showed a scene from that, and he he curated like a you know a, a half a dozen or more six seven eight clips. Like, he picked stuff from some other features I was in, Slums of Beverly Hills and uh, Walking and Talking. And then he picked, like, a clip from a a sci-fi show called Fringe that I was on. And then, like, a multi-camera sitcom that I was on. He's like, you know, wanted to show this, you know, array of genres. And uh, um, I wouldn't have put that, strung those particular scenes together but um, I, I, I guess there was some evidence of progress you know between my younger when I was younger when I was in my 20s as opposed to in my 30s like but I'm in, in my 30s I'm a better actor mm-hmm. and, and I'm in and I'm better in my 40s than I am in, in my th- in my 30s for the most part, but then I see I see myself getting really, just uh, I don't know. I've always been kind of slacked off a little bit, you know. Just always a bit. Uh, what does uh, that mean? Meaning, uh, it's meaning like you know what? I'm not really sure what to do with this material. I'm just see how it works out when I get there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if as if I was a musician. It's like I'll just you know, you know. I'll just show up like Ace Freely and, and turn everything up to ten, and you know, just not overthink it. Yeah, just, work for just, him. Just play the rock, you know. Just riff, just just riff out. You know how to, you know. Yeah. Walk, walk the walk. You from the Bronx, man? Get in. You know what are you doing? What are you playing? Something you don't like. You're not playing like a brain surgeon. You're playing like a pothead. You know. You're playing a dealer, or you're playing like a, a shady guy. Yeah. Um, and I think well, that's that 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 there's a long tradition of that, you know, going all the way back to Cagney, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but you know, Cagney could dance, you know. He could really, uh, he was a very precision, you know, energetic performer. So I, you know, I uh, in the '90s I kind of fell into this, you know, pot thing, you know, this sort of. Uh, Literally or, or figure. Well, you know how they have stoner rock. You know there was like stoner acting. Yeah. You know uh, they were f- like dazed and confused. You had like all the actors in that movie, like Rory Cochran and you know uh, Jim Brewer and Half Baked. Uh, uh-huh. Well, it's, you know it was like. Um, and and I I, I found I suddenly I found myself right for those parts, uh-huh. which you know I, I couldn't tell my parents that you know it was like. Yeah. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. I just got a, a really uh, nice part in this movie, but I play a drug addict in it. You know, that's it's. Uh, but that's all right. You know, Al Pacino played a heroin addict in the Panic and Needle Park. It's just like, 
what else am I going to do, you know? Job's a job. Job's yeah. a job. Got to put you know. bread on the table. Yeah, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, I'm not going to be in Shakespeare in the park. It's not the kind of actor I am. But, you know, someone might say, that's not true. You could do Shakespeare if I you wanted to. I was just going to say that. I could tell you were about to say it. <laughs> I could tell. I could feel I it look. coming. Um, I, I completed your, your, your uh, une- unexpressed thought. Yeah, but you know, like I, I, um, I auditioned for. The, they're going to do the Iceman Cometh on Broadway. Have you ever read that play? No. It's a tremendous. It's just. It's. It's a. You know. It's about. It's about alcoholism. It's about drunks. It's. A, it's all takes place in a bar. You know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, a universally. Uh, you know. I mean, you could. Um, do this play anywhere. I'm sure it's been there have been productions of it all over the world in the past. Um. Now, when you when you with, with now when you say that, that when I didn't get the job. That's my point. Is that I didn't get the job. Like I could, like it's like because you know in my mind it's like well there there there's a whole other skill set to being in a broadway play than there is to being in like a low budget movie or don't something don't you with broadway don't you you got to flail around a lot more don't you when we're stomping like a lo- and a lot more uh like not to name names i think it's more physical uh, well yeah you're like cuz you got to you got to reach the cheap seats yeah back of the room that's right you know but but i f- i find a lot of actors that have a, a big theater background on screen, I find it them t- to be too much. I don't want to name names, but let's go. Let's let's go. I, no, no, no. I mean, I, I didn't come here to take shots at Angela Lansbury, but when I was a kid watching Murder She Wrote, I thought, hey, bring it down. And then when I found out that she had this theater background, I was like, well, there's, there's the problem. There's the root of the problem. They didn't, she's not working for the small screen. I think John Goodman sometimes overdoes it for the same reason. And that, that'll, probably come, that'll probably bite me in the ass, having just said that. Yeah, forget it. You're never going to... He was coming in next week. Screw that. I screwed... Uh, no, I think he's great. Don't get me wrong. Right. But do you... You don't have to agree with me about those actors, but do you think that happens though? Sometimes theater actors, they uh, yeah, know, they I, go I, for it a little too hard. You, you, I mean, you, you have to, you know, to. Um, I don't know. There's a great like documentary film called Broadway: The Golden Age, and you get a sense of like where where that that should, yeah, it's a very extroverted form of expression, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these days you have microphones and stuff, but there was a time when, you know, there weren't. And, and uh, it was almost like being like a, you know, an athlete. Yeah, you had to re- project. Yeah, especially like the musical theater and just like the whole show. Yeah. You have to make a show, mock show. <laughs> like the Beatles story, you know? Yeah. It's like you can't just be like slacking off up there, you know? Yeah, you're you gonna put everybody to sleep with this pedal business. Yeah, you know, um, you got yeah, to make pedal, a show. It has to be sexy. It has to be, you know, lights. That pedal, <laughs> lights. The pedal talk may have set this show back six years, and it hasn't even been on the air that long. But we will recover from it. I, this I know. Now, w- now with acting though, 
people say, I love the pedal show. I know. There's, <laughs> there's always I, a set. I, I, we should do it. the pedal episode. Let's do <laughs> the. We, we could do a pedal podcast. Pedal segment. Pedal, yeah. <laughs> this week. Boy, how could we counter that, though? Like a, a cheese segment? Not. I don't think that's the yin and the yang that I'm looking for. But I do like cheese. Fabrics. You could do a fabric segment. Well, the, I could do a full. That's what like, I'm thinking in your, I that's in your wheelhouse. Don't yeah. get me started. Maybe that's it. No, but but with with acting though, and this is a stupid question. In your stoner phase or in any phase, do you go there like, do you know all the lines, or do you just show up in Ace Freely mode, and just be like, I'm just gonna wing it. Not anymore. I. I um, uh, but yeah, you know, there were there were times where I just wasn't on my best behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw a movie recently. I, I, I don't think I'd ever watched it. I, or maybe I did. I, it was, um, it, 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 I found a copy of it at at the Record Mart in Times Square. You know, where they the uh, 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 the record store and the, and the subway there. So they had some used DVDs. I found one. It was a Richard Lewis DVD. And on it, it had like a, a 1989 concert, and it had like a documentary from a few years ago where he's showing his his, his collection of like rock memorabilia in his house. And then there's a feature film that he was the star of in 1995 called Drunks. Uh, uh, it was uh, written by a, a playwright named Gary Lennon, I think, and uh, uh, um, not I think I know, and because uh, I was in this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I was cut out of it, I, and I and I'm not. You know, it's it's no surprise. I I I I put it on. I watched, and like, oh my god, it all came back to me. I remember it was shit filmed up in a church in 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 uh, like the Highbridge area. You know, like way uptown, and uh, uh, you know there were there were like you know it's like Parker Posey and Callista Flockhart. You know, before Ally McBeal and like. Faye Dunaway and Spalding Gray and like they were all these like kind of like uh, actors and it was like it, it was a it was about an it was about a like a, a twelve step meeting mm-hmm. so and and Richard Lewis was eight months sober at the time that he got this role and he's kind of running the meeting and he has a big monologue and then someone else sort of raises their hand and then they have a monologue. And then you know it was just like it was like it's like like a monologue show, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I get a little you know sometimes I'll be in a movie and I I, I forget that I'm in it and I, I I get like like I felt that way about Goodfellas where it was I was just so excited to be there and to to I was anticipating what I was going to be looking at and hearing. That uh, it, I just I kind of felt like I was at a ball game. I was like, "This is great. Uh-huh. This is like being at Yankee <laughs> Stadium during a World Series. It's like getting to be like a bat boy, you know, uh, during a like a championship game or something." I didn't feel like I like I was really contributing anything to it. I didn't feel like I was in the you know in the lineup or anything. It was just 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 happened to be like an incidental part of the story or. I, I didn't do any research. 
I'm like, what kind of actor am I? What kind of like, you know, fan of Robert De Niro am I? I'm in this movie. Uh, I play a guy who's got like a spinal injury uh, or he was born with this. You know, he's he's uh, they could have made a whole movie about the character that I played in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the younger brother of Henry Hill. Um, but I, you know, I didn't go to a hospital. I didn't hang out with someone who was just like the character. I was just like, I'm, I'm, I felt like I was going to a concert or something, you know? Uh. <laughs> and, and I just, like, where do you want me to sit? Okay, I'll be right here. What am I? Oh, I'm, like, cutting vegetables. It's the scene where he's making the, the dinner. He gets his brother home from the hospital. And, but I was just like, you know, I don't, I don't have any lines. So there's nothing to do. You know, except just sort of be a fly on the wall, and then, uh, and, and then you know. But I ended up on camera. It was it was like, uh, but a lot of you know. I, I I've, uh, when you watch it, it I, I have this dopey grin on my face, and um, you know, some people like over the years have said, "Hey, man, you're in Goodfellas, right? Hey, were you were you like supposed to be like mentally <laughs> like a little off or something?" I'm like. No, I was just, I I was just no. <laughs> I was uh, happy. I was happy. <laughs> I was excited to be there. Oh yeah, because yeah, it seems like you're a little, a little what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I when I when I look back, I was yeah. I I was slacking off. That was like an example of me just like I wasn't I wasn't doing any work. It was just like you know. I did the work I did was the audition. Mm-hmm. Like I had to play Henry Hill in the audition, in the, uh, and I I worked on that. That was the part you were going up for. No, no, you, that was that was just the the material that they were given to the actors to, who were coming in to read to, to test for other parts. You know, like my character didn't really have any lines, uh, so I had to read. We had to. Do a, a scene between Paulie and Henry, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, he liked Scorsese. He liked it. He liked he liked that, and and that was that was it. The rest of the time, I was just sort of like, you know, I I I, I didn't know what to to play, so I just was like, I don't need I don't really need to do anything. I just need to be here. Um. But uh, you do one job that way, and then you think you can get away with it all the time. Now, were you conscious of that as you were doing it, that that you felt like you were just... Well, with this movie, the, the Richard Lewis movie, Drunks, I, like, you know, um, I, I did have a monologue like everyone else did, but mm-hmm. I think it's the only one they cut out of the movie. And the rest of the time, you just see me sitting there with all the other, you know, uh, drunks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I look like I'm asleep sometimes, which I probably was. <laughs> For an AA meeting, you probably nailed it. Uh, I, it, 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 yeah, I thought, you know? again, like, here's a, here's a situation where you don't really have to act. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was, it was, it was, because um, then they finally did get around to me. I was like, oh, 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 uh, I'm ready. <laughs> and I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't have, uh, I didn't really, I was distracted, you know, by the environment. 
and I, I, mm-hmm. I, I just thought I'd, I'd show up and 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 uh, just like have have fun. But I was having my own good time, you know. I, it wasn't like I was sharing that good time with anyone else. I would just show up and be in my own, you know. Uh, uh. But you know that that changed over the years with different, like you know, working on like a sitcom where the f- work is re- happening really fast. Yeah. You know, and you got to be a bit more like on point. You know, you yeah. don't want to. You don't want to. Uh, I don't know. I, so the the the. the, the series of clips that my friend showed at the new school today you you see me just over a period of 10 or 15 years going louder and faster i just got i just kind of said my lines faster with a little more focus and a little more energy faster funnier that's like you know a pretty standard direction mm-hmm. you don't know you don't have to overthink it just be funnier just be just go faster say the lines faster say the funnier you know yeah <laughs> Put on a show. Make a show. What are you? <laughs> you're an actor. So, so, what, so they play the clips, and then do the, do the students then get up and act for you? They did scenes themselves. They were, they were all going to, to shoot these scenes over the next two weeks and act in them. So there were six scenes. They were all two-person scenes, and we, you know, I, you know, we, two pages uh, long each scene, so it wasn't. You know, so you have to you have to watch all of them and then say. It's, yeah, it's my friend like Dan asked me if I would you know stay for that and and give notes. So what did you say? Like now that's acting, or uh, say, that I I say you got it, <laughs> you got it. From what I'm seeing here, yeah, <laughs> you got it, and you you're stuck with it. <laughs> that's um, the stuff. <laughs> uh, it's like get off the stage. Yeah, just, you, just you get off the give stage. Give them some tough love. Yeah, I would have sent them out of there in tears. But get off the stage before you fall off. Okay, you're a danger to yourself. <laughs> um, they need to hear it. Do you know that Sigourney Weaver? Her teacher told her she'd never amount to anything. Gotta get used to hearing no. And now look at her. Look at her. Well, you're on the... Oh, yeah. I thought you were on the wrong mic. There we go. It's got easily thrown. We have a, we have a call uh, coming in. Should we take it? If it's a pedal-based call... Could be. I will fly into a rage. Stay tuned. Hello, you're on the air. Oh. I want to add to the pedal talk. This you, pedal Pedal talk... We had to shut it down, Ing Dave. This is the, the pride of Bensonhurst. Uh, shady cellulitis of Bensonhurst. You're on with me and uh, Kevin Corrigan and Dez. Hey, you're know. loaded there. What's that? You're loaded there. What do you mean I'm loaded? Full and house. it's sausage fest. Oh, yeah. Well, that, what, what do you, you, it, you probably picked up on this already, Kevin, but Ing but David, stoned? he's rem- remarkably stoned. <laughs> Given that there's 10 minutes left in the show, I think uh, it's safe to say. It was safe to say the last time I called. Yeah, but Ten minutes you're even show. more stoned now. Yeah, absolutely. 
I'm surprised I could even speak. Well, that's debatable. What What do you got? We we're we're uh, this is a lightning round. We don't have much time. I got a maestro face shifter. Oh from, no! From the early seventies. <laughs> Wait, I have to abort. Well, we need to abort this. I I called a moratorium on pedal talk. This was a good one, though. <laughs> Twenty minutes. <laughs> Call back and do the station ID. Call Jesse. Call back and do the station ID. Yeah, okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh man, gonna. I was, Sometimes it comes in waves like this. You just got to deal with it. The pedal talk. I was hoping it was going to be a follow-up question about, like, an acting student. You get many, uh, many acting students listening to the program? It's big. I'm sure. I would put it pedals, fonts, acting, in that order. Do you think acting can be taught, or do you think you're either a good actor or not a good actor? Yeah, yeah. Either I, I, I guess. Uh, I guess you, you can learn some things, but f- for the most part, you you, you just kind of, uh, you know, at a certain age, you you uh, you figure you know how to do something, you know, and that's something being. Uh, I can. Uh, you know, pick up written words here and there, blah, blah, and then, <laughs> and then make it sound like, like it wasn't written. Yeah. Uh, 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 it's kind of what I, what I, what I urged upon the, 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 the actors today, the filmmakers was like, you know, try to, doesn't anyone internalize the lines anymore? I mean, like you're supposed to make that sound like it wasn't written. Yeah. You have to finally blur the line, uh, obliterate the line between, you know, acting and reality. It's like you want to see like reality, uh, finally. Yeah. Um, and you know, At people are, people are just sort of like comfortable with like you know, um, uh, with the stripping away the, the defense mechanisms. You know, they they be, they rush through the scene. You know, they never really emotionally connect. Uh, and uh, it's like you know, what are you doing? You gotta, you gotta, you know, come on. Like, see, see, that's what you should have said to the students. Just that, hey, right there. Yeah. Hey. What are you doing? You know. Hey. You, what on. are you doing? Like Lee Strasberg used to tell that, ask the actors, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And it's like they freeze. I, I, what am I supposed to be doing? What start, are you like? I, it's like start doubting. It's like, look, man. Um, you know, uh, uh, you gotta be in the moment. You gotta be in the moment. You gotta be like Phil Rizzuto. You know, the guy used to, how many times has he watched like a, a, a home run get hit? You know, how many times has he said, holy cow, you know? He but feels that every time. Every time he said it, it was like, it, it was viscerally exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's something, uh, um, you know, there's something to it, you know, something to, to that, uh, being able to, to play without overthinking. Yeah. Um, and like sometimes, you know, it's, it's, uh, you, you can get all uptight, you're rehearsing a scene and it's like, all right, cut, um, 
Let's take a break. Let's just take five minutes. And you're like, oh, God, you know. I did the best I could. I'm like, oh, you know. You start reading it again. And then maybe, you know, like a good director with a good eye. I was like, hold on, man. Let's start the scene again. But just stand the way. Don't move. The way you just repositioned yourself when you thought that we were done. Do it now, you know. So I, you know, for for me, I, I I try to stay aware of that when I'm when when I uh, when I'm working and and to um, be able to know my own strengths. You know, sometimes you 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 know you 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 depend on on people, directors or writers who can write for you, or mm-hmm. who 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 can uh, uh, do you know sort of provide you with material that plays to your strengths. Mm-hmm. But it's important to to be able to do that on your own, and not have to wait for you know someone to be like a, a handler. Yeah, you know, like uh, we're. I think we're getting. Uh, should we take these? Yeah. See what's what's heating up. The li- hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. It's Nils. Oh, it's Nils from Merrickville. Yes, sir. How are you? Good. You're on with me and Kevin Corrigan and Dez. Awesome, awesome. Dez, how are you? Hey, Nils. Cool. Uh, Mr. Corrigan, I have, like, a interesting question for you. If you're up for it. Shoot. Yeah, like, you mentioned earlier, like, in your earlier films, like, you felt almost like a, like a participant observer. I'm just wondering now, like, uh, do do you find as your career is going on, like, are you gaining more confidence and that's allowing you to do, you know, like, thing, like, just things that, you know, almost you always want to do? Or uh, it's, I don't know, I'm trying to... I I do, I have more confidence now than I did when I was younger, but it hasn't, I I, I can't see that it's yielded much, you know, like that that, that it has created, like, you know, uh, very many. Um, well, it's not. I, 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 there, there were there were always opportunities, but I don't know. I guess um, um, you know there are things I thought I would have done by now that I haven't, and it's it's uh, and it's got nothing to do with like my level of confidence. Um, but yeah, I, but okay, sorry. No, no, no. I, I just think you know, uh, you, you can go like you was you, you know, Dave. You made the point before about like you know being a stage actor or something, where it's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, 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 you know, you really gotta take that leap, yeah, to into being like the center of attention, yeah. And, uh, um, but you know, you, you know, life is short. Sometimes you know, if you, you're lucky enough, if you can get to you know, balance a checkbook, or, or you know, <laughs> be able to 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 um, you know help people in your life that are going through hard things. You know, it's like I don't know what to do, but I I gotta go talk to these doctors, or I gotta talk to like an insurance people, or you know, like you know, grown up things. Yeah, it takes a lot of confidence to be able to 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 do that stuff. You know, to to get to the point where it's second nature. And you're kind of like someone that you know can be relied upon to to run a business or to to keep a family together or something. Because a lot of people just like you know they 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 
they they they melt down, you know. Yeah. And they they can't even run their own lives. You know what they're gonna you you find like you know uh, you know when you're navigating your way through like the entertainment business. You know, you take a guy like Mark Wahlberg. You know, it's like you know where do you get that kind of confidence? You That's know. Uh, where do you get, you know, you, first of all, you have to envision, you know, a, a career and then sort of follow that vision, you know. My, my, my vision is sort of cloudy, as my career is, you know. Yeah, I mean, but this illustrates, I think this a lot, like someone like, to hear you say this, you think, because I would think like, wow, you have an, an amazing career. And now you're comparing yourself to Wahlberg. No, I'm not at all. Well, yeah. No, I, I, he, I, we're the opposite in terms of, uh, you know, I, I, uh, if I, uh, you know, if I never did another thing, I, I, you know, I'm going to compare myself to Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, I could retire now, okay? I, I, I get where that guy's coming from, you know? Oh, yeah, he's... Look, you know, He's not gonna. He's not gonna. You know. Everybody says. You know. He's. 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 It doesn't. He's not. Gonna, he doesn't mean it. He's gonna work again. Well, he ain't. He's not gonna. He's never gonna act again. We got. We gotta wrap up. I. I hate to end right. I know. But I, 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 I hate to end on that. No, note we're too. right on. We're right at midnight. I believe this is Nils. Thanks for calling. We'll talk to you next week. All right, brother. And uh, this is Ing Dave with uh, Station ID. Jesse's up next. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, 91.9, New York City, in Rockland County, and in the Matrix, within the Matrix, WFMU.org. Excellent. Thank you, Ing Dave. And Have thank, a good week. Thank you, Kevin Corrigan. Who's, oh, thank he's you. wandering the room now. Oh, I didn't know we were done. Oh, no. done. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you, Des, Danny D, and J- here's Jesse. Jesse, what button? Uh, CD1. CD1. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Keep up the good work. Is it playing? It's playing. Oh, jeez.